get into this here, bro. Let's get it, man. Let's get right into this, bro. All right, cool, cool, cool. So we're about a month of Batman, right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. okay, okay. I've been waiting for this. Uh, three right. weeks removed. Cool. So we're both from the theatrical yeah. release. As per uh-huh. usual, we usually give it, you know, behind the scene. We kind of wait till everyone gets the reviews out before we do it. So as you guys were leaving the theater, what was kind of like your last impressions of the film? Like, what, what, what stuck with you the most as you're leaving that D. theater? D. Smith, you got it first, brother. It was surprisingly good. I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting it to be good, but not that good. And mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed it. And I didn't want to say it. And even now I don't want to say it. Cause say what? I feel like say what? it might be the best Batman movie. So far in our lifetime, it may be okay. So wait, so spicy take. Let's respectfully. We'll come back to that. Well, hold on. Better than the Smith films. I'm gonna say it. D Smith, how old are you? That I'm 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 29 or no 28 28. I'll be 29 later this in a couple months. So so you were born in '93. Yep. Okay, so. So 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 the Batman is better than Batman eighty nine, in your opinion. Yes. Better than Batman Returns. Yes. Better than Batman Forever. And I'm just saying this to hear what you got to say about it. Fuck yeah. Better than all right, we're not gonna go no further than that. Continue mm-hmm. what you got to say, Brad. Continue. <laughs> Continue. But it it, it it this is our early day Batman. This is his uh his uh rookie days, and I can feel it. I feel like this is like a low end comic run. This is te- technic, which it should have been called Year Two Batman, really, because this is the second year, and we get a feel for what Bruce Wayne is at this moment and how he he's we 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 move all past his training his uh. His parents mm-hmm. dying, and we're seeing him learning how he needs to conduct himself as the Batman, and okay. and his steps as he does it, and his uh, routine of doing things. And I I loved it, and I didn't think it was gonna be like that. I guess like Ooh. okay, man, okay, one of the so, best Batman movies no, ever. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. It's like I no, was so, like your statement leaving hold, hold the theater. On. Hold on, D. Smith. So, so just to reiterate here, what are you saying exactly when you I'm left saying, the field? I'm saying that I was analyzing it and, and thinking to myself, could it have been that good? And then I started repeating all the scenes over in my head mm-hmm. again. And I was thinking, that was good. This was good. People okay. are going to say shit about this, but it makes mm-hmm. sense. He's young. He's starting out. This mm-hmm. is good. This is good. I see where they're going. I see where mm-hmm. they're doing here. This is good. That's good. I have almost no complaints. Okay. None so, at all. Nice. Okay. And, okay. No, no, no. And and this is and I've said this before in conversations that we've had about other movies that we review here, right? Right. When it comes to assessing whether or not a movie is good, you have to assess it for what is it trying to be? How is it trying to be the best version of itself as it can be 
as opposed to being better than what it's being compared to, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if we're looking at it that way, I can't knock you for what it is that you're saying right now because you're looking at it based on what it is trying to be for when it came out, right? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Donovan, brother. So to answer your question, you said, what were my thoughts when I left the movie theater, right? Yep. My thoughts when I left the movie theater were they actually pulled this off. They were able to make a movie that was better than I thought it would be, right? <laughs> right. They were able to make right. a movie that was better than I thought it would be, but also left me wanting to see more of it. In spite of it being three hours. How mm -hmm. did they do that? Mm -hmm. When I left the movie theater, the question that I was asking myself is how did they do this? More important than anything else, that's what I was wondering about. How did they pull this off here? Right? We'll get into that a mm. little bit later. So to answer your own question, Donovan, when you left the movie theater, what were you thinking? I was like sad. Satisfied, man. Seriously, to finish, it was pretty much what was that 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 one Cardinals coach? They are who we thought they were, and this film mm -hmm. was what I like. Everything that we mm -hmm. talked about for the last what two years was pretty much emphasized in this film, and I was gleefully happy at like one of those moments. And like you said, I left wanting more. It was a nice, brisk three-hour run, and I'm just, I was just like you had a good meal, you know, like you had a good, you just content good and. It was like I could go for seconds, but you know what I'm saying? I can't get seconds right leave now. It there. Like, I'm gonna leave it right there. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I would definitely very I was very content. Leaving that theater, I was like, yes, man, I was that was satisfying. I was very happy with what they did. So and it just it was a good feeling better, better than well, most films, for sure. And, and look, and, and and this is the thing that I wanna I wanna kinda address here, right? So let's just back all the way up here. Let's back all the way up to when me and you discussed this in the summer of 2020, DC Fandom 2020, right? Even if you want right. to go back further to 2019 when it was announced that we were getting the Batman movie. 2019 was 11 years removed from arguably the greatest superhero movie that's ever been made, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to tell me that The Dark Knight is the best superhero movie ever made. I'm not going to argue with it. If I disagree, if I agree, whatever. But 20 year, 10 years removed from that, decade plus removed from that, right? We got to the point where Warner Brothers struck out and burned out all of their matches to where they needed to do something that was so much different and so much far removed from what it was we thought Batman should be to where we got the Batman that we didn't think we wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what? My bad. I'm not going to say wanted. The Batman that we thought we didn't need. Ben Affleck, for as much effort as he put on, as much weight as he lifted, as much muscle as he put on, as much stress as he put himself through, being Batman, for some reason, it just didn't click the way that it needed to. Him being the old yep. money billionaire Batman 
that was basically out to tell you to get off my lawn. I voted for Donald Trump. Make America great again. Blah, blah, blah. Criminals need to mm-hmm. die. All of this. As much as it looked good on screen and we were entertained by it, it just didn't hit the way that it showed up. Y'all agree or disagree with that? For better or for worse. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Snyder fans. It's just Man, don't apologize to them. I agree. <laughs> don't apologize to them. I was just on the podcast with Mad Nucleus Podcast. So no, I, no, but I, but the thing just, is, you know, I understand. So, but yeah. I, no, no, but I understand what he's saying because that was the first version of that version of Bruce Wayne that we got to see on screen, right? At the end of the day, regardless of how much you like Christian Bale, how much you like uh, Michael Keaton, how much we might even liked Robert Pattinson, we know that eventually all roads lead to Batman becoming that version of the character that we've seen Ben Affleck portraying. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agree. Eventually, I, I agree. You know? So, I can't be too mad at that. You know what I'm saying? To this day, like, Ben Affleck was whooping some ass in Batman versus Superman. Even if that was a terrible movie, you know what I'm saying? Press triangle to counter like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? But without yeah, he put up like, arguably the best Batman fight scene of all time. No doubt. I, I agree yeah. with that. Without without dancing around too much and without spending too much preamble here, this is what I want to say about the first opening statement before we open this up for discussion that I want to have about the Batman is that as a 31-year-old man in America, as a black man living in America, this is the first version of the character that I feel as though matches up to what I would expect a contemporary version of Batman to be. This is the first version of the character that I feel as though could be a, a real living person walking around in the world that we live in today that I could make eye contact with as a real person. Again, this is the last time that I promise that I'm ever going to say this on the Behind the Scene podcast, right? (laughs) Michael Keaton was the most noble version of the character that we ever got. Michael Keaton is what we would look at this was Michael Keaton was our father's Batman. He was the guy that was the same age as our dad, quote unquote, in 1989. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale was like our uncle or our older brother in 2005, 2012, 2008. There's nothing that we could have ever done to be more noble than what the Bruce Wayne, Batman, Christian Bale portrayed throughout that trilogy. Nothing, no other character could ever be inherently more noble than what Christian Bale gave us through that trilogy of movies. Nobody else could have been more charming than Michael Keaton. Nobody else could have been more brutal, violent, and fucking edgy than Ben Affleck <laughs> throughout his run under Zack Snyder, right? Back, However, back. The Robert Pattinson version of this character in this movie is capturing something that is so far removed and so different from everything else that we got 
to where you have to understand it and you have to be living through the things that we have lived through in order to understand what that character is all about. And I still don't know if even, you know, we're what, 14, 28 days removed from where that movie came out. I still don't know if the proper level of analyzation and understanding has been assessed to that character. But I can appreciate the fact that they were willing to make that character so much different from what we expected Batman to be. We're going to get into some other things later on, but how do y'all feel about that? That statement that I just made. Go ahead, D. Smith. I, I think it's a very, very accurate. And uh, it's funny. The Batman, when I, when I, the Batman who reads the comments. <laughs> um, I, I found it very um, um, accurate to what you were saying, especially when I was leaving the theater. I'm all like, dang. Uncle Jack was 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 spot on on some stuff, like, for real for real. <laughs> Such as? Such I, I, was, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. You 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 know everything you just said, bro. Everything that you just said, um, and I and uh, I I like where they're going with it, and I hope they continue going with it that way. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I, I agree. Just saying, like you guys are saying, it was the most grounded Batman that we've ever seen before right. in a sense of ability like that was one of my pauses like every sequence that he's in action sequence wise like yeah he's whooping ass but you never felt like they can't you know right. image well he can get arrested you know what i'm saying like oh shit he really there is no damn bat wing you don't know no flying bat wing to come and pick him up there's right. no tank that's nobody gonna crash sure. through the wall huh no, nobody my bad i didn't mean to interrupt you but nobody was actually afraid of him until they actually got into the scuffle, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He, this was a nice grounded Bruce Wayne. He reads the comments. He doesn't, like, I think Matt Reeves described Bruce Wayne as like a, like a, like an introvert who doesn't even like, you know what I'm saying? You totally got that. Oh, one of the scenes. Kurt Cobain. Like a Kurt Cobain. One of the scenes mm-hmm. I really, like, fucked with was when. And he was also and like Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. He just he just turned his back to the press. He put on his sunglasses and just like sighed. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. I gotta, hey, like, hey, quick, like, quick side note. Quick side note. When he when he's in the um when he's actually in the uh, church and he's talking to that guy and then uh, he walks away and that guy fades in the in the, the dark. Oh, it's mm. as if that that play on. Them becoming invisible, the average person becoming invisible. That was just uh Okay, so so let's slow down here for a second. Let's just let's just slow down one second here, right? So All right. this is let's just start from let's start from the top here. What I enjoy about this movie is that for as good and as opera and epic as the Dark Knight trilogy felt, I never got the sense that the city of Gotham was an actually scary place. I never got the sense. They told you how dangerous Gotham City was throughout all three movies. They told you how dangerous Mm -hmm. and corrupted this city was. But the presentation of Gotham City never felt like it was the slums. You know what I mean? 
It never felt like a living city. It just looked like a generic uh, city that you've seen in other movies. Right, right. Okay. The Michael, the the Tim Burton era of Batman gave me that feeling slightly. This is the first version of Gotham City that I've seen in any movie that really felt like, damn, this is not somewhere that I want to live in. You know what I mean? I mean, I got Batman the animated like series, Detroit, New York. Absolutely, yeah, I got Batman yeah. the animated series vibes. Hold, 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 hold on, Donovan, say that again. Oh, that shit was like the grimiest parts of New York and Detroit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. right, guards. exactly. Yeah, and 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 I like that because for the longest time in these movies, we've been told that Gotham is this dangerous kind of city where. Your average person can't really, you know, operate or whatever. But when you seen Gotham City in this movie, it felt like, damn, I really wouldn't want to get caught slipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate that because we didn't get that before. We were told about that in the Dark Knight trilogy, but I think the production value was so high and Christopher Nolan is such a good director to where we didn't really see that as much as we needed to, right? And I'm not saying this to shit on anything that they did, but I'm just going to keep this all the way 100 here real quick, right? As good Mm -hmm. as those movies were thematically, did any of the thugs in that movie feel intimidating to you? Michael J. White is a martial arts badass motherfucker that could fucking snap your neck at the snap of his finger. But his portrayal of Gamble in that movie, did it feel authentic, or did you know he was acting like a thug in that movie? He was acting like a typical thug. All right, boom, moving on, right? Okay, Eric Roberts is a decent actor, the brother of Julia Roberts. Was he Falcone, or was he Maroney? I don't remember too well. I think it's Falcone. Okay. Um, he was Maroney. He was Maroney. He was Maroney. Okay. He was Salvatore Moroni in The Dark Knight. Did he feel like he was actually intimidating as a real mob boss? Obviously, because you knew he wasn't really Italian, but did he really feel like a genuine thug mob boss that would knock off somebody? Or did it feel like he was acting in that movie? Yeah, it felt like all the, the basically everyone was like sophisticated, you know, well-dressed, well-proper, even the, the the basic goons are just like right. goons. Are, I mean, like so. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I right. get you. What you're saying everything felt like it was a. And again, these are all two. However you want to call it. If you want to say he went two out of three with Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, or if he went two out of three with Dark Knight Rises and The Dark Knight, I'm not here to debate that. But something about that felt a little bit too high value, high budget Hollywood. You see what I mean? In this movie, the guys who you were meant to believe were an actual threat to society felt like an actual threat to society. Agree or disagree? Oh, most Agreed. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, man, there's so much that I want to say, but I want to take my time. So that's the first thing I wanted to address. Gotham City felt like a living, breathing slum that you would not want to go to, bro. You know what I'm saying? 
the description that you just gave right there, Donovan, was perfect, man. Like, I felt like watching this movie, if Gotham was a real place, I wouldn't want to go on vacation. You know what I mean? Like, I got family oh, no. that still, I got family that still lives on the west side of Detroit, and I don't want to go to see them on the west side of Detroit. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah so man. I like, I like that they were able to capture that without going too far over the top. The next thing that I want to address here is Bruce Wayne. What do y'all got to say about Bruce Wayne in this movie? That's an accurate uh, depiction of him. I thought it was whoa. really good. Whoa, whoa. But it's, it's an early stages version of him. So okay. he, isn't, he isn't doing, he isn't hiding that suave persona which I hope they tackle in the next no, movie. I don't think, my bad, but, but what you got, Donovan? I thought that it was best that this was mostly Batman's movie, not Bruce, because I agree. Bruce well, is not a oh, Bruce's mask. Batman is the real identity of the, the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, so, least, yeah. my least favorite parts of this movie were the Bruce Wayne parts. Mm-hmm. Those were my least. But again, I kind of understand it, though, right? Like, kind of focusing back on what they were trying to capture here. If this is yeah. a Batman that's portrayed to be in his late 20s to early 30s, he doesn't really care about trying to be a businessman that's running Wayne Enterprises because what nope. the fuck? I'm already rich. I don't need to be a businessman if I'm already a billionaire. What the fuck? Like this company could lose money. This company could lose money every year, but I'm still gonna be rich. So Alfred, go ahead and handle that. We pay people to handle biz, right? He literally did, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like really like did. the yeah. Christian do you think okay, true all right. And we talked about this, Donovan, when we reviewed Tomb Raider and how Laura Croft didn't actually graduate from college. Do you think that this version of Bruce Wayne graduated from college? Did he graduate from Harvard or Yale or Stanford or Oxford? Did he graduate or did he drop out? I got a feeling they bought his grade. Whoever was trying to was trying to pass him he, through there. He, um, he, he but yeah, he he ain't into that shit. Nah. He graduated, but he's not a businessman, right? Like in nah. Batman Begins, we got the scene where Bruce Wayne came back from his sabbatical. And was like, all right, cool. I'm taking over this company. You're fired. And I'm about to get all this pussy at the at the top of the corporate level just because I've been gone for seven years, right? Like, True. Alfred told him that the company was losing money. And Bruce was like, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost like a, like a damn, you know, like, like we said, he's a millennial Batman. He's like, I don't care. I'm, I'm rich. Why would I care like i'm set for life you know what i mean okay and like did know, that bother you at about all? any of his life to some degree but wait uh, did that bother you that he wasn't as concerned about the legacy of his family as prior oh, no. versions of that character no because this is millennial no. batman he doesn't like he represents us like <laughs> that is the fact like, that like, we don't care about none of that shit per se that and the fact that Batman is his legacy now. Oh, okay. All right. So moving on, yep. right? 
Good shit, these Yeah. Again, I really want to take like take this review a little bit slow here. So, moving on, let's get into the next part of it here. Bruce Wayne overall as a character, and I just said this before. My least favorite parts of this movie were the Bruce Wayne parts of the movie, and that's only because I felt like it slowed down the actual plot of trying to solve the mystery of what the Riddler was actually doing. How mm-hmm. do you feel about the separation between Bruce Wayne and Batman? Because I think, again, comparing it to the Christian Bale version of Batman, when he was Bruce Wayne, he was pretending to be the billionaire playboy. He was pretending to be the guy that could buy everybody out. The guy that was going on dates with international supermodels and ballerinas and all of this shit here, even if he didn't actually care about it. How do you Mm -hmm. feel that this movie just decided to breeze past all of the bullshit and bluster and make Bruce Wayne actually kind of a guy who was uncomfortable in his own skin? Did it work? Did it not work? Did you want to see more of it? Did you want to see less of it? How did you feel about Bruce Wayne in this movie? Well, going on what you said, I again, I think we're going to get that in the next movie. Th- this is the early days, so he's showing who he really is and what he, he tends to accomplish versus mm-hmm. him starting to fake his public persona while doing the Batman thing uh, on the other side. Is, is more what it is. But I think in the next one, we'll get more of that or we'll see him trying to be more of that suave persona type thing. Yeah. But I don't... But, but my bad. Before you say that, Donovan, I'm sorry. But the thing uh-huh. is, though, the fact that they've already set the table that he's not comfortable being that guy, I don't think they need to try to do that in a sequel. They don't even gotta bother to try to force that. And Batman begins... But do you think they will do it? No, I don't. I don't. And Batman begins, you know, I knew everything I needed to know about Bruce Wayne when Christian Bale said, they're European. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. When he was in the swimming pool or in the jacuzzi, sipping champagne, and then poured it out like he didn't really want to get drunk. That told me everything I needed to know right there. I don't think that this version of the character even wants to put on that facade. He'd rather stay in the house and not be seen before they see him pretending to be somebody that he's not. Okay. But you don't think that'll call in the... Oh, go ahead. No, my bad. What was your question? I'm sorry. I was gonna say, uh, you don't think that'll that'll come? Uh, that'll just make him look more guilty if no. they discover his identity. Not no, because if we're thinking of this version of Batman as somebody who lives in 2022, oh yeah, yeah, oh okay, okay, say no more. If we're thinking, if we're thinking about that character, somebody who lives in 2022, if that's a real person, there's already. Facebook groups and Twitter threads that are piecing together the fact that Bruce Wayne is actually Batman. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah. Nobody would actually care if Bruce Wayne was Batman in real life. Nobody would care. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think D. Smith is on. Here's a story element. I think D. Smith. Uh huh. I think we'll teach your uh, theory here is that if you looked at when he entered the the club, right, as Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne and as Batman, he had two responses. Oh, actually, oh, more know. effective as Bruce Wayne to get what he's want than Batman. He was met mm-hmm. with opposition as Batman. That's true. And then he was just like there. So I could see a scenario for the third or the second one where he's almost halted as Batman, and he get put on that persona. To get closer to solving a mystery or a clue or whatever, right? So it's not really like he wants to put up that I'm not Batman. It could just be the fact that, hey, in order for me to solve this case or for me to get closer to somebody, I have persona Bruce a little bit more so I can get closer to accomplishing what I want as Batman. So I think okay. that might be an angle. But natural progression, I don't think there's really that's really in his nature. Uh, you know, especially even if he got, it just doesn't seem like this version of the character goes to that, that bag. I mean, he'll do it. Ben, uh, Batflick did it. You know, all the rest have done mm-hmm. it. I think this mm-hmm. really want Batman as a detective introvert. I think so, okay. stick with that for the future's right. sequels. Unless what they what go you got, these Okay. But that's it. That's all I got on that. Aspect. No, but it's just an interesting contrast because, you know, I don't think and I'm just being honest with y'all here, right? When did you ever see Michael Keaton really go to the trenches like that? You didn't, right? He never went to the trenches like that, to the iceberg lounge, to where he would just say, fuck it. Let me let me let me get around these motherfuckers that I know are criminals and you know for my own personal gain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian Bale's version of Batman was not going to the trenches like that, bro. He wasn't mm-hmm. doing that. If he was, you remember the nightclub scene from wait, Batman? Wait. Hmm? wait, so you're saying he? Uh, you think he'll use it more as a way of being a chameleon? Yeah, that's all I was saying. He'll he use okay. Bruce Wayne's uh, billionaire as a, as a as a chameleon cover to get more mm-hmm. crimes on. I like that yeah. much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I remember talking about it's Dark Knight Jack, where he entered the club as Batman, just beating people up with the with the right. heavy metal right. and music in the background. He's, no, but he's not going there. He's is, going there as Batman. And this is the thing, right? For him to put himself in that situation, that was beneath him as Bruce Wayne, right? There's mm-hmm. something right. about him as Bruce Wayne that to where he would never even be seen in that situation. That version of Bruce Wayne going to a nightclub would have had camera flashes and pictures taken all around yep. him to where he'd never be able Ooh. to be seen Ooh. in the slums like that, right? Right, right, true, okay. true. The Ben Affleck back, the Ben Affleck version of Bruce Wayne was too old to be able to go into trenches and be seen in that environment, right? Right. Okay. So, Damn, man. Yeah, man. You're talking that shit right, right now. Yep. This version of Batman is in that age demographic to where his contemporaries are the people who are in that nightclub. The two twins who are at the door that let him in the club are the same age as he is. They don't give a fuck that he's Bruce Wayne. 
Like, man, fuck Bruce Wayne. Nigga, I'm in the streets right now. I got money, too. Shit. He getting money. I'm getting money, too, <laughs> out this motherfucker. Like, so what if Bruce Wayne is in this club right now, right? You see what I'm saying? Right, right. right. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. Right. It's just a different kind of dynamic to where different versions of that character would feel too arrogant and too entitled to ever humble themselves, to ever want to be in that environment. The Christian Bale version of Batman could have went in that club, beat up all of these thugs, and interrogated Falcone or Maroney about what happened to Thomas and Martha Wayne and not thought twice about it, right? This version mm-hmm. of Batman, this version of Batman had to go in there as Bruce Wayne to get answers as to what happened to his parents because he needed to sleep at night. right 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 he needed to sleep at night the other two versions of the characters the other three versions of the characters don't give a fuck because they're even bigger sociopaths than he is to where sleeping at night doesn't fucking matter right alfred is an older gentleman that served in World War II in every other version of Batman before this one. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So let's just let's just really take all of this into account here. And I feel like I'm rambling. I apologize for y'all, bro. But I really no, you're good, get, man. I want to get a firm understanding of the character here. Everybody in this movie is kind of in that position of not knowing what they're doing and learning how to get comfortable in what they are doing. Under normal circumstances, Michael Caine's version of Alfred Pennyworth would never let Christian Bale walk into the Iceberg Lounge as Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Yo, hold on. Repeat that again. Uh, You went out. Michael Caine's version of Alfred Pennyworth would never let Christian Bale walk into the Iceberg Lounge as Bruce Wayne to make eye contact (laughs) and talk to Falcone about what happened to his parents. That would never happen, right? Nah, nope. No, not at all. Right? Christian Bale, Ben Affleck would feel as though they are too privileged and too entitled to ever set foot in that motherfucker as themselves. So why is Robert Pattinson's version able to go in there looking disheveled with his hair all mangled across his head and walk in there? <laughs> Explain uh, that to me, please. Let's talk about that. This guy, this 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 version is in a sunken plate. He really does not like. He said he doesn't care what. He literally tells you like, I don't care if I live or die. Like I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's really in that rebellious youth where i'm like yeah i'm doing these things but you know it's like i'm going for like he said in the beginning of the film i'm going for vengeance right he's going for vengeance okay. and he's been, he's coping every his trauma but you he, he literally he's living a life where it's just like okay i'm doing this and indeed i want us to care about the consequences or the repercussions from my actions so for him to go in there it's just like like you said i'm just trying to whatever i'm just out you know what I mean? Like, he does not care about the press or the prestige. Even if you look right. at the way, like, the button, like, like the button was like, this is the Wayne button. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, he doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he really is just like, I don't want, I don't want to trash everything. I'm living. I'm just hoping whatever's going on right now 
and screw everything else. You know what I'm saying? That's, mm-hmm. He literally exemplifies that kind of feeling right now. That's why he went some of these more sketchier, edgier oh. kind of places as himself. But, but I like that, though. I like that. Because I do, yeah. I love it. I, I, I like that because, again, focusing it more back on people who are our age, stepping out of that comfort zone is very difficult. It's very difficult, right? Hypothetically speaking here, Donovan. And and I'm sorry, bro. I really Oh, hold on, man. You say it again. I have this Craig, this thing's acting up. No, like I apologize if I'm stepping out of and going on a tangent here. But just think about think about yourself eight years ago when you were 22, 23 years old, right? Think about some mm-hmm. of the situations that you put yourself in and some of the places that you were in. And then think about where you are right now. Bro, what is Yeah, I heard. Try that again one more time. I'm sorry. Okay. I, heard, I heard Uncle Jack speak. I didn't hear you. So, so this is what I'm saying. But think, go ahead. About, think about the 23-year-old version of yourself. And then think about the 32-year-old version of yourself right now. And where you were in the situation that you put yourself in when you were that age. At this age that you're in now, you would look back at yourself and think, man, I was out of my fucking mind. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for this Batman to be putting himself in these type of situations, there's kind of a relatability factor there. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like there is. More so than any other version of Batman, I relate more to this version. I would agree as well. What you think, Donovan? Bro, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like, this or that acting up, man. For the last three, two uh, minutes of what I, you I, said, I've been here. I've been hearing you. I, I've been hearing what okay. he I mean, to go say. ahead, D. Smith. What you think? Because I, I, I just it's it's not coming on my end. But go ahead, elaborate on D. Okay. Smith if you heard it. Go ahead, man. Um. I, I thought I, I thought it was you're right. Uh, I did. I wasn't thinking for a second as far as being relatable to us, but yeah, he's much so in the the addis, the idea that I've lost my parents. Fuck the world. Nothing matters. All I want to do is catch criminals and be and, and and make sure that this type of thing doesn't happen to ki- kids like it did me. Mm-hmm. And and that and that's and that's where that's his only goal. That's all he can see, and that's all he can feel. Uh, up until he, the fact that he learns out, finds out that his parents have been um, uh-huh. um on uh, uh are dirty, like his his pops was dirty, and <laughs> did some stuff that went uh, that got him his dad probably killed, and then he has to start reworking. He he Yo. starts figuring out like, oh crap, this this comes back to me despite the fact of what I'm doing, uh huh, and this ends up making a criminal. A criminal who acts exactly like me, mm-hmm. and and when he learns about that in the oh, that jail, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I did too. And when he learns about that in the jail, the way oh, the way man. he reacts to that, he's he's almost like, oh, oh man, I I can't oh. be like this. And see, that's the reason why I think he'll develop that persona. That that's why I thought he would develop that persona. Persona of being a rich guy because of what, what he said. Okay. Even though that probably might not happen. Who who knows? We'll, we'll, okay. we'll see. What you got, Donovan? 
What you got, brother? Okay. I, I guess I'll go I'll go into one part where I think these been mentioned where he was doing all these things, right? He's saying basically fuck the law, fuck the most I guess corrupt free, the most honest people I trust, and I'm doing the right thing, and you know, I'm vengeance and all mm-hmm. that last riddle at the end of the film, and the guy said, I'm vengeance, it just really hit him full circle. Oh, like, yep, yo. yep, I was gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, why do you get the privilege? I think we mentioned this before to go around and beat up people and dress up as a bat and exalt mm-hmm. your version of justice. What's between me and you? I, I, I'm gonna go out here and do the what the hell I want too. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it, it came full circle. I gotta actually like, stand for something other than this shit. Because if I do this yep. shit and I'm saying justice and vengeance, I'm saying vengeance and beat the shit out of people. People, mm-hmm. us for other people well, too screw it you know i'm gonna blow people up shoot, mm-hmm. shoot people whatever i'm vengeance too motherfucker you know what i'm saying like so that was a arc i think let me actually get in these be more community centered rather than just i'm beating up thugs and who i think deserve and so i think that was a cool kind of like full circle for him like realizing like i just can't do okay, i'm inspire people to do you know Worse, you know, I'm inspired people to do bad shit. I mean, I think that was a cool circle moment with that end fight scene that happened there. Um, okay, but agree, man. Mm-hmm. And God, the architecture, the design, the production was fantastic. The visuals, mm-hmm. it's almost like I can't even tell if this is some of the tech 60s, some of the Yo. 2022. Hey, it's just yeah, its own unique the, hey. world, see, bro. See, right. and that's why, I, and that's why I said it was like Batman the Animated Series with that. That no. dark deck, yes, exactly. But but hey, modern, not much more modernized, and, and, no. and with a si- a dirty city overlay on top mm-hmm. of that. You're right. You you absolutely right about that, man. Like the biggest thing that stuck out to me was, and this might be kind of a small deep. Y'all hear me? My bad. I dropped my phone. But like the biggest, I heard thing, you. I, I, hear, I heard you. The biggest thing that stuck out to me was just like, what the fuck? Like, they still using a landline at Wayne Manor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I agree with that. The aesthetic of it, and even with Gotham PD still dressing like how NYPD would have dressed in the 80s. 80s. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, you know what I'm saying? The aesthetic I, I, of it. Go, go ahead. My bad. My no, bad. no. The aesthetic, the aesthetic. Go ahead, cook, man. The visual aesthetic of it felt like as though you were watching a throwback kind of movie or something that doesn't really match up to the current era that you live in. But when you realize this is supposed to be set in 2020 or 2021, it hits a little bit harder because it's mm-hmm. like, damn, this is like, this is at home right here. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. Detroit. This is Chicago. This is Harlem. This is Brooklyn. This is L.A. This is Miami, or yeah. you know, this is New Orleans or Philly or anywhere like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the yeah. World that the world that Batman lives in is disgusting. There are terrible people who live in this world. The cops who are occupying and trying to do their job don't give a flying fuck that there's a rich guy in a Batman suit trying to be a vigilante. In all honesty, he's more of a detriment to their job than he is a benefit, but they just got to deal with it because he's a made guy, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in other versions of Batman, for example, again, relying on the Christian Bale version, 
they were in fear of him and envied him a little bit. The, 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 the members of Gotham PD, to a certain extent, they didn't care about fucking Batman. Like, they just wanted to go home at night. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In fact, they were, they were more happy <laughs> yeah. for him to do their job. And more, more along the lines, they, they were more obligated to chase him. Right. Not okay. really wanting to chase him, but they were obligated to. So, how much time we got here, Donovan? How much time we got, brother? Uh, you're good. All right, man, cool, shit, cool. I talk now, man. Go ahead, keep cooking. All right, cool, cool. Because I didn't hit my minimum. I'm not drinking no more for tonight. <laughs> anyway, like, another thing that kind of stuck out to me that I want to talk to y'all about. To me, I really like the portrayal of Falcone by John Tutorial. I really like yeah. that. I, I really enjoyed that because he was a fucking gangster. <laughs> he was a fucking gangster, bro. Like and he sold that shit to me. I don't know where the absolute, complaints are, but I, I, he sold that shit to me. I, I felt that one hundred percent, bro. He sold that shit to me. He was a guy that was charismatic. He was a guy that like had the screen presence whenever he was talking you wanted to hear what he had to say right but at the mm-hmm. same time you yep. didn't like him you knew he was a bad vile motherfucker but he was the guy who was a product of his environment right and i like that they played into the lore of the relationship that he had with thomas wayne i like that and look Donovan, let me know if I'm reaching here, right? Mm-hmm. Daredevil season three. Remember when you heard the line, oh yeah, you have a boss, and his name is Wilson Fisk. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know what you're referring to. I, I know what you're referring to. Are you talking about that moment in the elevator when old dude realized he was fucked? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and that was such a shocking moment too. So but, tell me, we didn't get that moment in the Batman. Mm, not not no. not as strong. Not as not But it was the moment. But it wasn't. It, it didn't hit like oh snap. But it it, no. it was good. It was still good. No, I agree with you. It didn't hit the same. But the only mm-hmm. reason it didn't hit the same is because you've seen it already. Mm, but it still hit. True. Yeah, yeah. Right? right? I like that we got time for the character of Falcone to develop into a guy that you didn't like, as opposed to just a, another guy who's a stock cardboard cutout bad guy. I like mm. that John Tutorio fleshed out that character into a guy that you were like, yo, please get this guy off of the screen right now. Please. <laughs> Like this motherfucker yeah, yeah. in every scene that you've seen him in is wearing a two-piece suit with a with a tie that matches the blazer and sunglasses at night indoors. And it didn't mm-hmm. bother you because you hated this motherfucker. Right? Yeah. He had that that, that stare, slow charismatic, but you knew oh. and we got to see that violent sign near the end. That shit that he keeps hidden until oh. that moment comes. I was like, okay. It's almost like a clear clear movie gangster like 
that turn, right? The turn where it's like, all right, he's cool, he's suave, he's charismatic. Oh, and then it's like, oh, man, where, the, where does this come from? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's in there all the whole time. You just gotta, mm-hmm. you know, just waiting for that moment to let it out. Right. Yep. And uh, yeah, exactly, man. He, I, I think he did. I think all the villains, except for the one, but you know, the one. I think all the villains sold it very well. Like Batman villains are notch. I think every actor oh. did great performances for all the villains in there. But, but I like it because it's not like okay, there's no, there's no hidden backstory. There's no mystery kind of thing where as you know, with the Joker, it's always a question mark. Or with the Riddler, it's like, I'm just trying to outsmart the Batman. No. You got a gangster in the movie that only wants to be a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, how often in modern movies do we get a gangster that just wants to be a gangster? The last gangster Mm. that I've seen in any movie was Idris Elba in The Hardest They Fall. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh yeah <laughs> like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm just keeping it hundred. how often do we get the gangster that only wants to be a gangster falcone wasn't trying to be president of the united states he was only trying to be the top guy on his block on one corner of gotham you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Hey, yeah, that's the kind yeah. of, I, I'm, I'm just gonna keep it real with you, bro. Like, that's the kind of shit that I like when I see movies because when he died, it wasn't like, oh, damn, they just killed the best character in the movie, even though he was the best character in the movie. I was like, yo, fuck that guy right there, man. He needs to get <laughs> smoked. How the fuck did this guy yeah. get to live this yeah. long, right? <laughs> Right, right. Well, I mean, like Riller said, get him out into the light. You know, what I mean, that's what he did. Um, but I mean, move. I mean, if you want to talk about the Riddler, I mean, we can because oh, I yeah. think that let's was a get, phenomenal performance. No, let's get let's get right let's, to it, bro. D. Smith, talk to me about the Riddler. I love his mo- motivations. It, it it definitely showed that it was from the seven or or his influence from the seven. That opening okay. scene where he peers where he peers right behind the guy. That scared the crap out of my, my friend and me when we saw, saw it. So imagine old dude when he gets whacked in the head. How straight slasher horror right there. How, how mm. scary. Yeah, straight slasher horror. horror. And, and he was great in all the clues. And, and him... Uh, what, what else I want to say? Um, him and... Uh, um, just, just the way he was going, going about things. And... Mm-hmm. His whole, his whole, his whole motivation was basically great. Mm. I didn't care. I didn't care for the uh, discount Doctor Doom mask though. Oh, hold he on. He could have did without that. Wait, wait a minute. So you said you said his motivation. Talk to me about his motivation. His mo his motivation was ba- basically him trying to uh, him trying to get rid of all the dirty people and the people that did him wrong. Similar to sim- he was. Trying to achieve his similar goal that Batman is doing, but on a smaller scale. Yeah. Okay. And he was g- knocking off all the guys, and he was gonna uh, uh, blow the city up, and and hopefully use oh the 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 stuff with the online stuff when he had his friends basically show up for him and do the the last leg of the work. That was. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, little, got yeah. little- 
Yeah, I to real. Got to real. Like, oh shit! I just seen this shit on Facebook a month ago. Uncle Joe, wait, 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 wait. We're in the theater. Wait, hold on, man, man, man. I got. Let me get this out. I, 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 I really wish you were in the theater to me. And I could have just tapped you to the time and, no. and just we looked at the screen and said, Did you see what you did? Wait, wait, wait. So hold on, D Smith, we're gonna get into that a little bit later on. Okay. A little bit okay. later on. Okay. Because all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I, I, say, I again, wanna, say 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 no more. Um I, I, I wanna address that. So mm -hmm. so I, I wanna ask y'all something here. Did y'all ever see a movie called Prisoners with uh Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal? Came out in 2013. Unfortunately not. Mm. No, was uh -uh. I feel like okay, was Paul Dano in that movie? But I, 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 I haven't seen it, so I, 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 oh, I, man. I feel like Paul Dano might have been in that movie, but that was a damn good movie. Y'all gotta see that. Like, Prisoners, mm. is a fucking great movie, man. Hugh Jackman, anyway. Okay, so the Riddler, right? Okay. The Riddler in this movie, Donovan, and I want to ask you this question, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't get to see the Riddler in the Dark Knight trilogy, right? We didn't. Nope. And D. Smith made reference to the Riddler kind of being similar to Kevin Spacey's character in Seven. I feel like there were kind of some similarities between him and Jigsaw. Talk to me about the Riddler. <laughs> in this movie, Donovan, before I kind of give you my opinion. Okay. okay. I thought the Riddler was a great modern take of that. They weren't in else in this film was grounded based in reality. And we got this socially awkward, just who used media and the internet to go behind the scenes and cause damage and ruckus to people and the infrastructure and the man or all that. It's, it's just real. You know what I'm saying? It's real. Like, you got, come on, man. You got the psychopathic, awkward, white nerd basically wants to tear people treated him wrong. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how many news articles we get that in a year in the United States? Oh, oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Say that again. Please repeat that. <laughs> Plenty, right? So, <clears throat> they, that perfect modification right there to the character. Plus, He's, he's like, it's almost like he has a kink for the attention, right? Because he's so abandoned. No, mm -hmm. no one cares. He likes the attention. Yep. The social media posts, yep. when the cops are on him and they, they want him, like, we got him, we got him. You see him smiling there to the coffee. Oh, mm -hmm. this feels not want me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's realistic, man. Hey, infamous. Oh, that, man. Yeah, no, man. Keep cooking, brother. Keep cooking. So, oh, shit. Well, I know, D. Smith, you say you didn't like the Doctor Doom type mask. I liked, I, I thought it was good, good enough. I fuck with it. It's, 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 like him it's a good modern, mask. you know. It, it just, it just kept looks too close to modern. It, I like the, I like the old idea of the mask. I just thought it looked too close to Doctor Doom. Well, look, this is, this is my opinion on that. Anyway, uh -huh. Well, no, this is what I'm going to say about that, right? Like, Everything about the Riddler made me uncomfortable, and I did not like it, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the, the whole point of it is that I know that I was not supposed to like it. I know that it right. was supposed to be awkward, and it was supposed to make me uncomfortable. He sounded terrible 
when he was singing to Batman while he was behind that glass wall. Sounded terrible. It was cringeworthy, right? But without the little I, voice changer, yeah. But I know that it was supposed to be cringeworthy, so I can at least accept that because that was the intention. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna keep it honest with you. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this all the way 100, and I hope this doesn't get us in trouble on this podcast. But in it's modern hard, day, man. in modern day American society, if the movie Joker didn't highlight this point enough. If TV shows like you on Netflix did not highlight this enough, the biggest threat to life in modern American day-to-day life is the Caucasian male between ages of 18 and 35. That is the biggest threat to your life. That is, hey, listen, yeah, man. I'm so, man. If you didn't he, get the he, message, he just, then, put, he just put the chair. Know. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. He just, he just put the whoop, whoop you, and the chair no. on top. The biggest threat to you, the biggest threat to anybody making it home safe Monday through Friday is the Caucasian, the Caucasian male between ages of eighteen to thirty-five. So. In this instance, you have a disenfranchised person who fits into that category the same way that the movie The Joker in 2019, the same way that a show like you on Netflix, the same way that Scream in 2022, the same way that Halloween Kills in 2021 fits into that category, right? I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to be comfortable with the white guy who has horn rim sun horn rimmed pres- prescription glasses that is on the dark web, basically telling other disenfranchised white males to tell that agree with him to go out and buy high caliber rifles to go out. And buy all of these equipments that will allow them to be able to plot a coup to take over Gotham City. Like that mm-hmm. made me super uncomfortable. Does that make y'all uncomfortable? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Mass, like, the language, the the, 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 the uh, community dude, dude, that we're in this together. Come on now. Yo, Come on. Yep. I'm sitting yep. next to my wife. Yep. I'm sitting next to my wife in the movie theater. I look at her. She looks back at me and she's like, yo, this is kind of, this is kind of shaky right now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. She was like, yo, this is, yeah, this yeah. is getting a little bit different right now, right? <laughs> when them, when them levees broke and Gotham City started flooding. Oh, and, these, yeah. and, and, yeah. and these motherfuckers are inside of Gotham Loading of Square, guns. Gotham Square mm-hmm. Garden. And you got niggas in the stands loading up 30-30s, bro. Like, that mm-hmm. hit a little bit different, right? Yep. And the thing is, as un- that made me very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable, right? And I'm not going to knock Matt Reeves as a filmmaker for addressing that. But the fact of the matter is, right? Okay. Catwoman talked about white privilege in this movie. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. 
Okay, so this is where we get a little bit controversial here, brother, right? Right. Oh, man. And, and I hope I'm not reaching what I'm about to say, right? White go ahead, privilege. man. Cook, talk that talk. Yeah, but burn. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and I'm not even going to play into the whole weak or woke kind of thing or any of that, all of that bullshit. <laughs> man, fuck that white shit. privilege. White privilege doesn't only apply to white males who are in a position of, you know what I'm saying, upper middle class to elitist, rich kind of lifestyle. It doesn't apply to that specifically. White privilege also mm-hmm. applies to the disenfranchised white male whose favorite movie is Fight Club that identifies with Tyler Durden. It doesn't, mm. you know what I'm saying? It goes mm-hmm. both ways, on both ends of the spectrum. The disenfranchised mm-hmm. white male that makes the same dollar amount that I make is going to get less prison time than I'm going to get for pulling off the same kind of crime that you've seen in this movie that you've seen these disenfranchised white males participating in. True or false? Mm-hmm. True. Right? And I like that they address that in this movie without actually having to speak on it. Because there wasn't no brothers up in the stands in Gotham, quote-unquote, Madison Square Garden with the 30-30 rifles trying to smoke the black congresswoman that, was, that got elected in Gotham City. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that kind of shit right there is why I go to the movies. I go to the movies for that kind of shit right there. That elevates it to a different level. The disenfranchised white male that we all enjoy, that Heath Ledger portrayed in The Dark Knight and that Tom Hardy portrayed in The Dark Knight Rises is the same fucking guy that we just saw in The Batman. Agree or disagree? Damn, dude. Right now, man, you're cooking. The difference... Man, look, we gonna get into that a little bit later, bro. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to go off like that, but that scene made me very uncomfortable. That made me. Oh yeah. Not, oh yeah. Oh, I agree with I'm, you. Most I'm definitely, dude. Front, I'm not even gonna front on it, bro. Like that made me very. <laughs> I think about that too. Uh, yeah. No, go ahead, bro. No, like, no, nah, 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 It'll be a side piece. It'll be a side piece. Go ahead. January six, two thousand and twenty-one, and that scene that we. Saw mm-hmm. in this movie, what's the difference, bro? What's the difference? <laughs> and the fact that Batman was overwhelmed by it, like he really, you know what I mean, like my man was really about to blow his fucking face off mm-hmm. with that twelve with the double barrel shotgun, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the and, and the vitriol in which he was gonna do it. Yeah, he needed the assist on that. Yeah, you know, was, you know, it, yeah. It, it just highlights to me that, and and I mean, you might not be able to put this on YouTube, but the most dangerous person in day to day life in the United States of America is the disenfranchised white man, ranging from age eighteen to thirty five. If Arkham Asylum was a real place, how many people do you think? Would be in that motherfucker that matched that description. Well, any black super for the Batman series? Not a lot. I tell you what. Unless you want to, 
<laughs> Unless you're the Count Croc from the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's uh, not a lot of us on Batman's road gallery, so hashtag non-canon. Yeah, that Arkham Arkham Asylum is not filled with us. So like, I'll tell you that. We, I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to regular prison. We're going to Arkham. We're gonna, we know prison system with us, but we're not going to Arkham. No, nah, mm-hmm. no, nah. nah. oh, My bad. That was a little side thing. I'm sorry. Let's get back to the movie, bro. Yeah. Let's get back to the movie. <laughs> so, All right, Penguin. How'd y'all feel about the Penguin? I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. I like that the penguin was a street guy more so than kind of like a mutant. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. I love that he was a street guy, bro. Yeah. I like it. And, and I, I like how he, they made him look little penguinish with Scarface like, um, like problems with his face, scratches, and yeah. he, 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 he looked. He looked like Scarface, like or Al Capone. He looked like Al Capone, mm-hmm. right? And and the and makeup, what, yeah, he did. The makeup held up a lot better than than the pictures did, right? It would look better yeah. on, mm-hmm. on film than true. It's like yep. a good job. I mean, not a, that's an understatement. The makeup team fucking killed it. They all should get raises for what they did because at no point, oh, this, this is calling to like I never felt that once watching right, this film. It was right. truly believable that this was. This was the penguin that he's talking to, mm-hmm. not Colin Farrell. Kudos to him. They should probably get an award for that shit, man. And I yeah, am so Colin happy. Farrell. I'm so happy that Jonah Hill turned down that role. Yeah. Colin Farrell actually. God, yeah. I am, I am too. Yeah. That's yeah. one of those shocking surprise prizes when, when stuff like this happens. Yeah, I, th- that was a blessing in disguise. And I mean, my, my last statement about the penguin mm-hmm. is this is the closest we'll ever get to Joe Pesci and the Batman there. Oh, he, he fucking I agree. killed that. I agree. He killed that exactly. shit. That, that New Yorker style, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you take it yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, you know easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he killed that shit. Um, next up, Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Um, just too, not like in a negative way. You know what I mean? Like, come on, it's what, what is that Huh? What what is ne- the negative heat for? Oh, oh man. You really um, you know, people, you know, they, 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 she's a very, you got a highly attractive actress portraying Catwoman, oh, and then her comments about the Dark Knight. Well, oh, so. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. what were her comments? What were uh, her comments? She said she auditioned for the Dark Knight Rise, and she was too urban. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that because at the end of the day. I mean, let's let's keep it all the way above here. The Dark Knight Rises would have been a great movie, whether or not they included Selena Kyle in it or not. Agreed. The, the role, yeah, Catwoman Selena, really wasn't needed. Yeah, the role of Selena Kyle because she was not Catwoman. Were there any <laughs> actual cats? Nah, N- nah, man. It? She looked like a BDSM no. person. Wait, wait, like wait, a wannabe. Wait a minute. Wait, she looked like a BDSM person. No, that's true. That's true. Did you yeah. actually see a is, cat? Was there no, actually no. a cat in the Dark Knight Rises? No, she, and, and and at most points she didn't even have the damn, uh, no. um, the damn uh, ears anyway. No. so she just so, looked like a regular ass person in the suit. Girl and, and, in the suit. And let's, let's keep let's keep this hundred here, man. This is my opinion on this. Like that was production though. Catwoman had to be in that movie because Warner Brothers Studios wanted her to be in that movie. I mean, what else? <laughs> Am I wrong or right on that? That's my opinion, but I feel like I'm right on that. I agree. 
Like there's I that movie would have been yeah. that movie would have been equally as good if Anne Hathaway is playing a different character in that movie. If Anne Hathaway is Vicky Vale yeah. instead of Felina Kyle in that movie, you still enjoy it as much as you did before. Like the secret reveal was always gonna be Talia Al Ghul, regardless of if Selena Kyle was in that movie. So, you know, if Zoe Kravitz auditioned for Selena Kyle and got turned down, that's okay because she did better in this movie than I think she would have done in that other movie. Yeah, this was definitely more of her style. And mm-hmm. I think she did a great job. I give her like an eight out of ten for mm-hmm. performances. I think she killed the cat. Woman, uh, the fight scene, the, the the look and the motivation, and her, her and the bike, her movements, mm-hmm. the mask. I think it was all it all just oh, yeah. like a glim. I got no complaints really for I, Selena Kyle. To be honest I, with you, I, I I agree with you on that. I don't either. I have I don't really have much to say in regards to criticism and how she portrayed that character. Like she was again to me. The MVPs of this movie or the unsung heroes of this movie are Falcone and Selena Kyle. Mm. And the fa- yeah. and again, D. Smith. D. Smith. Hold on, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. The fact that they cut all of the origin story, uh, League of Shadows bullshit <laughs> with Bruce Wayne and made this a year two story opened up more character development for characters Almost like for characters like Selena Kyle and Falcone. So I have mm-hmm. zero complaints about um that character, bro. And and you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? At the end of the mm-hmm. day, we're all a little bit too mature and too grown. They don't have to say Catwoman anymore. That's okay that they don't say Catwoman. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as we see a bodysuit and as long as we see kind of... We, we know, we know. And, yeah, exactly. and plus we've done this so much, we know. Exactly. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as she owns cats, it's kind of inferred that that's who it is that she is because in The Dark Knight Rises, I think Christopher Nolan didn't even care to make her cat one. You see what I'm saying? No, nah, no, nah, he didn't. Like, so, I think there was one cat, maybe one cat in that whole movie. I yeah. don't remember, but I think I'll, I'll address one thing. I previously uh, her line saying about privileged white guys, and then oh, she actually she fell in love with one. You know what I'm saying? That was one of my first notes from the. I I wrote notes about it, and it's like Selena hates rich, but falls directly in love with one of them. Um, so here's the thing: it's, it's not just this iteration. It's all a Catwoman. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. She's just full of shit. She's yeah. all Robin Hood, steal from the rich, give to the poor, but like you're still rich. Benefit. And you're hanging out with one of mm-hmm. the richest men. You were going to marry one of the richest men in the world in the comic book series or whatever. So she's full of shit, man. And don't <laughs> hatch talent. So it's, it's not just a Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> it's not a Zoe Kravitz iteration thing. No, it's, it's not. All, it's, it's all iterations of that woman that's forms of this kind of thing no, so don't don't get all your high horse woke no, bullshit you're right mm-hmm. because eartha kid eartha kid was thirsting for adam west she was thirsting bro mm-hmm. yeah yep it's a thing if you're cat woman you gotta be you gotta thirst for bruce wayne batman right and it is all punishment you are like 
Even in Dark Knight Rises, she was all, look, they take from us, they take from all of us and did all this shit. And she's, hey, bitch, shut up. Who is right. she with? <laughs> right. At the end of the movie, who is she with? You over here in Ibiza with Bruce Wayne with the sunglasses over his ears. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all finna go back to the hotel room <laughs> and shoot a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, they take from us. A- they do all this shit, and hey. then she's literally in the Bahamas hey. with Richard. Hey, Eisen. bro, she didn't. Hey, bro, she didn't even look at Alfred. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she didn't even look at Alfred, bro. <laughs> nope, she did not. She ain't give no hashtag no selling. <laughs> 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 oh man, I gotta get out of my chair for that one, bro. <laughs> oh, snap, man. Those are some facts you say right there. Those are some facts, man. Oh man, like, bro, oh man, like, Joe Budden be giving out the nasty awards. Like, what you think happened in that hotel room, bro? Oh, wait. Uh, don't let, oh, don't man, let Bruce, geez. don't let, don't let, don't let Bruce Wayne poke out a waitress at the bar. What? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, snap. My bad. My bad. You know, Wayne Tech produces the best sex toys in the world. <laughs> oh. 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 You think all those guys just went to use after he retired? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Like, bro, don't let Bruce. Probably don't let Bruce. Some... <laughs> Yo. Don't let Bruce look at the waitress and then ask Selena, like, hey, what you think about that open? Uh, man, look, all right, keep cooking, bro. My bad. That <laughs> yeah, grappling hook got some new usages right now. I'll tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Patrick. Yeah, she... <laughs> hey, Selena told him, told him to keep the suit for the special occasion. Yo. Keep the suit. Oh, shit. Uh, All right, my bad, my bad, bro. That wasn't even the plan. That uh, might have to be, you might have to cut right, that out of it. Yeah, you got to cut, <laughs> cut that out. My bad, bro. Keep cooking, man. I'm sorry, though. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's all I got. Um, who else we got? Let's go with uh, Commissioner Gordon. Go, Commissioner Gordon. How do you feel about Commissioner Gordon? Okay, um, so. Yeah. All right, so first and foremost. Jeffrey Wright. First and foremost, Jeffrey Wright. Is an excellent actor. I'm saying I've never seen Jeffrey Wright portray any part and not give his 100% best. And I'm talking about going back to when he was Dr. Narcisse on Boardwalk Empire, Bernard on Westworld. Um, He even did a voice cameo on the Venture Brothers. I've never seen. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never seen Jeffrey Wright give less than 100%. And I kind of put something out in the group chat that I think is going to manifest a little bit later. But I definitely mm-hmm. think he gave a better performance than what we've seen in the Snyderverse for Jim Gordon. 100%. Mm-hmm. He, they, he was, they gave him nothing to work with. so Nope, not at all. <laughs> at all no. for that, but... But but the thing is, like, this is what I think. With Jeffrey Wright as an actor, 
he always gives off the kind of performance to where you want to know more about the character that he's portraying, right? Mm -hmm. If okay, so let's just let me ask y'all this question here, right? If they would have cut out some of the Bruce Wayne scenes and filled that in with Jim Gordon scenes with Jeffrey Wright, would y'all have any complaints? No, I mean, I, I kind of really wasn't interested. If they would put in an interesting one, I don't really care for the family. If he has a son, I didn't care. Honestly, like, oh, his background, I, I really not with that okay, iteration. That's that's but true. more along the lines like detective work or relationship with other policemen, right. sure. Mm -hmm. I'd be mad than if his life and his wife and kids or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. I agree. Well, no, that's fair. That's fair. And I mean, I like. What I like, though, is that he was a real character. You got the feeling that Bruce Wayne, Batman, Batman actually needed Jim Gordon in this movie. He did. He, he, he needed did. Jim Gordon in this movie to be able to progress. And Jim Gordon needed Batman in this movie. The relationship between the two of them was mutual to where Jim Gordon didn't feel like a sidekick. Jim Gordon felt like an equal to Batman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I like that. I have zero complaints about Jim Gordon in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the Gotham TV series version of Jim Gordon was basically the Punisher. He was catching bodies. You know? <laughs> like, I don't got no complaints. Yeah, was, I really... He was, yeah. I'm, I, I want to see Jeffrey Wright continue to be Jim Gordon because I know that Jeffrey Wright is an amazing actor. So, zero complaints, brother. Zero. Mm. What do you think, D. Smith? I thought he was pretty good. And I, I, I love that he, the way that they work together and the idea of Batman actually being able to come, him to help him get him in there to come look mm -hmm. at the evidence. That, mm -hmm. that, that actually mm -hmm. feels more real to what would happen, especially in again in the early days where they're not comfortable with him him being there, and it's like what 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 it, what, it, what is what he got this clown? He he isn't one of us. What, it, yep. what the hell is he doing on the crime scene? Yo, that that type. And and, and yeah. the thing is, bro, he had to take a punch, dog. Like Batman mm -hmm. told him, look, I didn't pull mm -hmm. that punch, man. Jim Gordon, at the end of the day, in comic book lore was a fucking Green Beret in the United States Army. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Word? Word? The, the Green Berets? What? Dang. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. I might, I, might have, I might have to start reading about Jim hey, Gordon then, man. D. Smith. That's going to get added to the list to hey, read. Hey, D. Smith, into... when we get off of the line, bro, just watch Batman Year One animated. Watch that movie. Oh, wait. Oh, well, you know, I haven't seen it in years, so maybe I don't remember it. With, with Go ahead. Voicing mm -hmm. Jim. Like, let me. Jim Gordon was the son of a bitch, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I knew he was tough. Yeah, bro. So it's just one of them things, dog. Like, Jim Gordon, I, I appreciate it, man. I have zero complaints. To me, that was perfect casting because you got the right guy to be able to portray a character. To make you interested in seeing him again. And for a sequel. Mm -hmm. Which I think the direction. That they're going to try to go into. To make Jim Gordon. Kind of the center point. Of what they're trying to do. They got the right guy for it. But 
Let's keep going, Donovan. What, what we yeah. got next, man? Well, you know, word, one, thing word. I, one thing I want to point out, right? The gadgets, uh-huh. right? Go ahead. Okay, so there's a scene in the movie where Batman and Jim Gordon are walking through wherever they're at, and Batman is actually holding a flashlight as opposed to some kind of formulated gadget to where he has to, like, when have you seen Batman actually have to hold up a flashlight to be able to see in darkness? Right? Under every other I'm circumstance. <laughs> under, yeah. uh, no, I'm just saying. Under every other circumstance, he would have been had something built into the costume to where his vision would have been able to give him a flashlight to see through the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. Even the Batmobile. Yeah. The Batmobile was relatively stripped down yes. in comparison to other versions of the Batmobile. The only thing mm-hmm. a Batmobile was really able to do was make phone calls and go faster than the average motor vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. That was it. There, there wasn't no button that he could press to turn it into a Batwing or turn it into a motorcycle or anything like that, right? Everything Nothing crazy. Was- no, everything like was practical. That. I like that. It seemed like he was prepared enough to handle the task at hand, but if he was over his head, he had to deal with being over his head. But that's something else that I kind of noticed as well. Like I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. that y'all kind of noticed that, right? Y'all, y'all peep that, right? Yeah, yeah. I dug that. I dug that a lot. The Batmobile was just like your traditional American muscle car, just with yep. Nitrous in a in a booth. Yep. And guess what? This man, like only, one of the, and, Yep. And he was only able to drive that motherfucker one time. And, and yeah. after, he, after <laughs> he was done with it, that that bitch went right back to the back cave to get some maintenance put on it. Alfred was the one tuning that bitch up, bro. <laughs> but all right, so yeah, what we got now? You know, Lucius Fox. You know, now I think about it, no Lucius Fox. So it's nope. literally more. Oh. Grounded nope. tech, you know what I mean? Like it's almost mm-hmm. like he, he doesn't want playing in a pro- technology or nope. per se. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. just really doing shit on his own, figuring out things on his own. Still mm-hmm. kind of keep the legacy, the money, and all that shit. And just like I'm just doing me per se. So okay. I dug yeah. it, man. I dug it. And no, uh, no batterings, no nope. batterings, no, nope. no new oh, shit, man. no okay. none of that shit. But you know I, I, mean? I like the the uh, contact lens lens thing. And then yeah, his was, armor was that, that was cool. Basically. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, that was something I didn't even realize. Yeah. And even his his uh, back computer, his back yeah. computer is nothing but laptops just uh, folded man. out. That's all yeah. what the back yeah. computers are. They're all so, just folded in. They're like a bunch of small military um, so laptops pulled out. Hey, That's it. D Smith. D Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I apologize if I kind of interrupted you here, but that's the next thing I wanted to get into here, right? It felt like to me that he was always a step behind what the Riddler was actually doing. He wasn't presented as being the guy that had everything figured out before it happened. And I, Mm -hmm. I really dig that because you got to see a reactionary Batman as opposed to a precautionary Batman. Mm. There was no... Oh, oh. There was no... Like, right. There was no safety belt that had 
a remedy for everything that was going on before it happened. <laughs> there was no there was no red herring or MacGuffin that enabled him to figure out what was going to happen before it took place. In The Dark Knight Rises, he had his own version of the Patriot Act where he was monitoring every resident in Gotham City to be able to catch the Joker, right? Yeah. Do, do, do you think that's the reason why he's documenting everything is for his mistakes so he yes. knows to do better? Yes. With and, his and journal? Like, and the thing is, I like that because we have never been presented with a version of Batman that makes mistakes. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm, the, from the yep. jump. From as soon as Christian yep. Bale, as soon you as the the- Christian, as soon as the Christian Bale version of Batman jumped off of the porch, once he returned from his sabbatical, him and Alfred were like peanut butter and jelly. The only things they disagreed on was Rachel, was Rachel. That's it. That's the only thing they disagreed on. <laughs> the only half measure that Bruce Wayne actually took was Rachel and Talia Al Gore. That's it. Everything mm-hmm. else, Alfred was basically there just to provide banter as opposed to constructive criticism. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, in this instance, he was reacting to everything that happened because he was not the world's greatest detective. He was basically the world's angriest billionaire. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> When in Batman Begins, as soon as he put on the fucking costume and said, swear to me, it was a wrap. Every thug on the street knew, all right, you see that Batman in the air? That bat sign in the air, sit your ass down. You know what I'm saying? Facts. (laughs) Sit your ass down, man. You need to pack it up and stay in the house tonight, right? Mm -hmm. But... What I want to ask y'all, and Donovan, you pointed this out here as well, and I feel like we're jumping around a little bit, and I apologize, but with the plot structure and what he was actually able to do, how do y'all feel about the fact that this version of Batman was not the world's greatest detective? Accurate. Accurate to all we've seen throughout the movie. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, again... Early days, he 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 doesn't have the skill the skills that he necessarily needs. He's learning as he's going, and uh-huh. and his results will get better over time. But for now, he's just he's just someone who's kind of winging it realistically. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, especially the 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 scene where he has escaped from the police facility. Like if he gets caught, he's unmasked. He's, mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. um. Oh, the Batmobile is going to show up, and he's going to catch a ride on yep. the Batwing. And oh, there's a secret compartment that only he knew about. Game mm-hmm. uh, escape routes in in the police facility that only he knew about. Like, nah, if his he gets caught, he gets caught. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if a criminal up, up on him, get defeated. Like, I like that part of him making mistakes. Cause prep time, Batman is boring right now, yo. It's so fuck out of here. So yeah, that's and contrived. Oh, I knew what you and were that, doing. And that's, Ten one, moves and, that's, ahead. and that's partially why I don't want to read the books. It seems like they just they make they're giving him his own version of what McGuffin. Superman has, McGuffin. and it's just being o, o, yep. o, op. He's be, he's mm-hmm. he's he's become literally the version that everybody hates Superman for. He's become right. op. He figures right. things out way too Oof. fast. Fast. Right. 
it's, it's like he knows everything about everything and everything in the universe. Like, come on, right. bro. Be vulnerable. Know. Be vulnerable so, somewhere. So, so where the fuck did Bruce Wayne go to college? Where did he go to college? What does he got his degree in? Business finance and I don't know. So uh, how, how does Bruce... No, no, look, look, listen, man. How does Bruce Wayne become a brick shithouse, 215-pound ninja that can whoop your ass, teleport, oh. teleport, drive, oh. drive, keep going, keep deadlift, going, deadlift, squat, fuck. How did he turn into Ben Affleck? And not sleep, and sleep two hours a night. How does he become that guy? How? Without <laughs> something not going to shit, right? <clears throat> this version of Batman, you didn't get that Rocky Three weightlifting sequence where he's doing bullshit montage. No, you didn't get any of that. Nope. He was pushing the table across the room, struggling, dog. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I ain't gonna lie. That suit, that suit seemed a little heavy at times for him too when he was hey, running. Hey, but I'm yeah, not a mad few of those punches, yeah. a few of those punches, he he, he yeah. you can tell the way he's pushing his fist. But look, I'm not mad at it though. But anyways, you you brought up a great point there. And as much as I love the Dark Knight version of the character, there were really no flaws up until Bane. There was nobody that made Batman have to take a punch. And really be like, oh nope. shit, you know what I mean? Like, who made Batman's knees buckle until Bane hit him with that Superman punch? No one. Nobody. As, mu Nobody. as much as we love, as much as we love the Joker in terms of physicality, who else before Bane really was that kind of threat to that character? Right. True. True. Yep. Very you see true. See what I'm man. saying? Like. Mm -hmm. Anyways, my bad. Like, we're jumping around here. I don't even remember. No, no, you're good. Before. You're good. But let's just let's just bring it back to this movie here. Because I feel like the enjoyment of this movie goes deeper than even what we're going at here. I think this movie is gonna age relatively well here, bro. I really do. I think so too. Definitely I mean they're gonna do a trilogy. This had a billion dollars if not it'll come very so, close to it yeah so so yeah i agree so so this is what i'm gonna say here are y'all okay with and, and there's some other stuff i want to get into here so let's just jump right into it before we kind of lose our train of thought okay so how do y'all feel about the words white privilege being presented in this movie and Batman slash Bruce Wayne being confused about hearing that. When Catwoman mentioned Bruce Wayne and he was confused as to why she included him in that conversation, how do y'all feel about that? Is he that uh -huh. much unaware of what's actually going on in the streets? Because I felt like this was the most street version of Batman I've ever seen. I I would uh, uh, agree with with that statement. Um, he 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 was for the most part. He was for the most part. But then again, he was so secluded that did he really know what was going on in the streets? Fact, you know. Right, right. He was too much caught up in his own bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. Vengeance. He's so 
all about vengeance. Okay. And when that, oh. that symbol in the air, they all coming for that ass. You know what I mean? Yep, <laughs> yep. The guy looking, cut to a guy looking in the shadows. Okay. So how do you? Yeah, it was feel? a pretty accurate line for Selena Kyle to say for 2022. Okay. It was something she would say. So, so y'all don't got I didn't mind it. with that at all, right? Nope. Nah, okay. accurate. So how do y'all feel about the, you know, the black woman? Well, she 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 got she got elected mayor of Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about her telling Bruce Wayne? What did she tell him? Like, what did she actually say to him? I don't remember her exact words, but something along the lines of, you know, I'm going to make fans. you. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't remember what was said. I, I um, really your your, your, pa- your parents, he, he, she said something. Uh, don't don't quote uh, call me because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, parent, your parents, uh, you know, used to do something about this uh, city. Why aren't you? Okay. But yeah, something that that would on that fine. Pretty, oh, 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 go ahead, man. You're good. Wait, uh, so you want me to just go further into that? No, go ahead. I, I well, I, 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 I kind of. Uh, well, I was gonna say, it was, um, it was almost like she's saying, "Why aren't you taking charge of the city, city, and why, why aren't you, why aren't you, like, putting some effort in? There? I got to get up here and do this." Because you're not willing to get up here and do this, and your dad used to do it. Why aren't you helping? Is basically what she was saying. Yeah. Okay, Tim. So it's, it's the age-old debate over Batman using his sources to help them in his fists. That's all it is. Okay. So, yeah, exactly. But now, we, but now that it's been established that Thomas Wayne was more than what meets the eye, was he really helping? Of course not. Some, now, simple well, as that. But so, but one one note I want to make is the deal he made with Valcone. It, it was it's like come on, you knew what you were doing, and Alfred was sitting up there trying to protect him by saying he 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 didn't know what he was doing doing when it, he obviously knew what type of man Falcone was, and he knew what he uh, that what he would do for him. Okay, so look, brother, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you here. Go ahead. And I, I don't want to take this in a direction that it does not need to go, right? Fair disclaimer, behind the scene podcast is not a political driven podcast. This is a pop culture, entertainment, <laughs> life podcast that involves conversation. Slight right? edumentation. However, however, I do have to wonder why is it necessary that a black female elected politician has to wave her finger and tell a white billionaire who has never had to work a day in his life that he has to be doing more for the city? Like, that's not really necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. If, if, if you've been, and, and I'm not trying to be negative in any of that because I understand the perspective. Because on paper, you would think, yeah, why? Like, Bruce Wayne could have fucking bought Gotham City. Bruce Wayne could have ran for president and got elected president of the United States if he really wanted mm-hmm. to. That's a storyline you're going to work on. Oh, yeah. How, how is that not President happening? Batman. Oh. Right. Oh. But, the only thing I'm wondering here is in this instance, in this instance, it it works because 
that version of the character is so aloof and so out of the loop to where somebody actually has to tell him, hey, this city is kind of fucked up, right? Like, you know what I mean? You, you like, work. The only reason you done came outside is for this funeral right now, but you really need to know what the fuck is going on in this city here. And if I don't tell you, nobody else is going to tell you. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a little bit 50 50 on that because at the end of the day, again, if this is supposed to be a real version of the character and a real version of the city, the mayor, the mayor, excuse me, of a major metropolitan city is not going out of their way to call on a billionaire to say, hey, clean up my city for me because I just got elected in office. That's not really how that works, yeah. right? Right. I viewed it as oh. an introduction to the character. It's the same I conversation Dark Knight Rises where Alfred was like, you could do more for, with your resume rather than ever put it on that suit. It's just I different mean, context of, mean, of a 2020 version. I mean, mm-hmm. that's cool, but, you know, the DA, the district attorney got murked out in that movie, so we're going to see Harvey Dent pop up at some point to kind of yeah. cancel out yeah. That character that got mm-hmm. that got elected mayor of Gotham City. So you know, mm-hmm. in in some ways, they kind of put this black woman in a position of being a character that you really are just kind of looking at, like, all right, man, you know, let's just get her out of the way real quick. Let's just kind mm-hmm. of cast. Let's just kind of put her. Let's just kind of cast this character because we have to. But we're not gonna add any real depth to the character other than for the express purpose to tell Bruce Wayne that he's a privileged white man that's not helping out this city that needs help. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not depth, like you said. It's just it's oh. just a role and it, it she filled her function. I mean, right. Big ups to the actress who got mm-hmm. it for exposure. Right. She gets because another role, more characterization, or whatever. No, because when when they cast Harvey Dead. You know, which they're gonna do probably in the next movie, much in the same vein as like Billy D. Williams was in Batman Returns or in the first Batman movie. It's gonna be like, oh shit, mm-hmm. that's Harvey Dent right there. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait until he becomes Harvey Two Face. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Like, that part felt a little bit unnecessary. But it was still grounded enough to where it was like, all right, I'll allow this because it makes sense. It fits in given the context. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, but, right, right. Okay, so so what are we missing here, bro? What 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 are we missing? I want to ask y'all something. I guess about let's go. We, I think we lose. Oh, wait, before we get into the negatives, I want to ask y'all about Alfred, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Portrayed by a very notable actor who happened to direct a very popular movie in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred. Yeah. What are we doing with Alfred? As far as... I thought he did... I thought Andy Serkis... Um, I thought he did... I give him, like... It wasn't the best. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was totally... I can't say he's better than Michael Caine, or... Um, I even enjoyed... Uh, God, I um, BVS Alfred. I really... Yeah, that sounds like uh, about the film. Irons. Gosh, yeah, Jeremy Irons, Irons is out. He mm-hmm. he killed it as his Alfred. So yeah, this was like a middle ground Alfred. They should have yeah. done a lot more with him. Yeah, yeah. This was a middle ground Alfred. Um, yeah. Honestly, Girl, thought. I, it, yeah. Go ahead, man. Oh, 
Uh, for for what we got from, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, should have been more, but uh, between all the other characters, like we don't really need too much. He can TV show right. If you want to see the origin of Al- of Alfred being in the, uh, you know, what I'm saying the top service for British Army intelligence, go watch Penny's Worth. But I thought Andy Serkis did a, a fairly decent job, like a six or seven, seven out of ten, and, and you know. Alfred, but I thought he was gonna die to be honest with you from the way that it was kind of presented. Yeah, it was I like, oh, so like a lesson, like okay, this is like, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah, Uncle Ben, whatever, mm-hmm. yep. but yep. Uh, that didn't come through. So I was like, oh, okay, so he didn't. But I thought, you know, seven out of ten, man. I don't, I don't have nothing evil or too much hit on the head about him or you know, negatives, just fairly well, fairly decent. Okay, so the only thing I'm gonna say here, like. Uh, and I don't want to. I, I think they could have done a little bit more with him to establish who he is and make him different from the other versions of the character. But okay, so if if that version of the character is somebody who's around today, you know, he served in the British SAS, whatever, right? So is he a Desert Storm veteran? Or an Iraqi war veteran. Mm, or both. Or both. I would assume. Probably both. I'm gonna say both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, say both, right? Because right. prior versions of that character were presented as a guy that probably served in like World War II, Cold War, MI6, like the Michael Caine version of Alfred Pennyworth, I would imagine is like what the Daniel Craig version of James Bond would have became if he retired. Oh, okay. Or the the Sean Connery version, right? Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen Andy Serkis get to do a little bit more in this movie besides just being, you know, Mr. Miyagi, the OG, (laughs) and being a little bit more. You see what I'm saying? Aside from being mm. a little bit more helpless, like, did y'all ever watch the TV show Gotham? Did y'all ever see that? I saw the first season and that was about it. Mm, okay. I didn't really so, watch so much of it. Like, yo, yo, the version of Alfred that was on Gotham would have never, as soon as he seen a letter in the mail that said to the Batman, he would have never opened that fucking envelope. Mm-hmm. I agree. You man. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that version of Alfred Pennyworth based off of what you expect from that character, would have never been put in that position to be that vulnerable. He mm-hmm. always would have been protecting the golden goose to where something like that never would have happened. Like Somebody, Agreed, at, the gate, somebody at the gate of Wayne Manor would have been the one getting blown up. And then he would have been telling yeah, Bruce yeah. Wayne, like, yeah. hey, like, hey, I told you not to be fucking around in these streets like that. You see what just happened to this poor gentleman that was at the gate of your mansion? All right, tighten up, Bruce. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, so use I don't a good like, briefing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't like that Alfred got put in that position to be that vulnerable because the Alfred Pennyworth that we at least expect would have known better. You know what I'm saying? would have known a lot better to allow a package to be delivered in the mailbox that says to the Batman. Nah, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, 
somebody else would have had to take that heat, bro, and get them third-degree burns before he gets them third-degree burns and gets put in yeah. the ice <laughs> at Gotham General Hospital. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a bit uh, forced. Like, I agree with you, man. That was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But that it, was on it, the – Oh my god, explosive and that was it. Come on, man. Give me a break. Nah, mm-hmm. bro, like that 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 I, I wasn't really feeling that. But mm-hmm. what I do wanna yeah. and this is kind of random here, but okay. I do want to talk to y'all about Batman specifically on one thing here. To me, this was probably the most street version of that of Batman that I've ever seen in terms of his accent. And the way he carried himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Christian Bell Batman felt like more of a mid-Atlantic, upper-class, Connecticut, Harvard-educated type of Batman. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. A gentleman Batman. Yes, right? You agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally. Talk to me about the, the accent of Bruce Wayne, because I got a lot more street kind of vibes, city kind of vibes, from the way that he just presented himself. Did y'all peep that at all? Or, or uh, yeah, a, 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 a little bit, a little bit, but not not by much. He, he was okay. definitely he he, de- he definitely showed again. Going back to what I was saying about B- Batman becoming a little bit like S- Superman. He 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 was he was more he was in he was being himself so he felt more loose and able to do stuff. Again, Bruce Wayne is the mask and Batman is who he is. Yeah. No, and, and I like that though. I, I like didn't that they really get too many. No, but the thing is, I like that they gave him that kind of more street type cuz at the beginning of the movie you didn't hear it. As the movie progressed, you heard a little bit more of that street kind of, you see what I'm saying? That street, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Manhattan type of accent as the movie progressed to where it was like, okay, yes, he was a privileged billionaire kind of guy, but you see what I'm saying? His exposure to the streets was a little bit more than what you be led on to believe. Mm -hmm. I like that. When he told Gordon, yo, you're a good cop, that didn't sound like, he said, you're a good cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, he was more subtle, definitely, yeah. He was subtle. And, and, and no audio voice change. No, I'm fine with that. When the mm-hmm. movie dropped, when, when he was talking to Alfred in the hospital, in that room, it sounded a lot more like a natural the only critique i got of bruce wayne is i didn't really dig his hair i didn't dig comb over because they went a little bit too heavy and trying to make him look like kurt cobain but yeah (laughs) like i promise you bro go back and watch the movie and listen to him actually speak and this felt a lot more urban now i'm not gonna say urban i'm gonna say more street than any other version of the character this isn't a guy that, that he might have graduated from Harvard, but he grew up in Gotham City. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, am I reaching with what I'm saying? But that's something that I kind of peeped. Like, Robert Pattinson kind of went out of his way to study that upper, you know, northeast kind of type of accent as opposed to 
the other versions of the characters. I didn't peep that, but I'll definitely catch that when I walk on Max. So yeah, I, I actually did not peep that at all, man. That's that's actually a pretty good observation, man. I I, I didn't did as much. I mean, I felt it a little bit, but not like a lot. Yeah, yeah. The negatives, man. You guys got any? I know oh, we yeah, just bro. had some high praises, but for me personally, I feel like the mystery could not be solved. I felt nope, it, we lost. it was just like a ride, nope. and we could not the figure Riddler it out, won. you know? The Riddler mm. won. He definitely won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and also this this heel turn for Thomas and Martha Wayne, I guess, I guess it's been interesting. It was always project, oh, they, these were the, the great business people of Gotham, and they were going to turn Gotham around and doing all this charity work. No. Like, oh, there's this big power uh, hole to fit in that's going to get power vacuum, whatever, that corrupted mm-hmm. the city. Been, I noticed it's been like, oh, they ain't shit. They never were shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Joker movie to this version, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like I got the parents have gotten, kind of gotten a heel turn, almost like they're not as great people mm-hmm. as you thought you were, Bruce or whatever. So I'm not, a, not just interesting, man. Um but I, I really felt like, okay, I'm trying to figure out the mystery and the clues and just, like, there's no way out who the mother is. Like, it's all kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't even think inside baseball for the Batman fans. I don't know. But it just felt like I can't along with Batman with the ride. I'm thinking, I got speculations, <laughs> but there's no way for the audience to really figure it out, I guess, per se, before in the movie do. I feel that. And I did, the Riddler did win in the end, <laughs> I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, he definitely yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he definitely do- does. Uh, I, I could. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 de- I definitely. Um, everything that you said, Donovan, pretty, pretty much. Like he definitely could. Uh, that that was one of the things that bugged me. And the explosion in his armor, not like him not getting. It's a small detail. Him not getting it in his face or in his eyes, eyes or, or any scratches there. That that kind of bugged me. A little bit but other than that i can't really think of anything that really was like Ugh. Uh, martha wayne going to the saint asylum who fucking oh, shit. yeah Bullshit. that was a little bit like, I didn't oh martha started. arkham oh my god yeah I didn't, I didn't oh, that is, isn't her family tied to it though yeah and like, Lord, yeah it has ties to arkham to but, okay yeah. I mean, it's not I, a big fucking deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, 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 mean, I just wanted I, to make sure. I put that in the same category as uh, Bruce Wayne saying, "Why did you say that name?" Like, I mean, mm. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I'm not mad at it, but like to me, that was like DLC. You know what that scene reminded me of, dog? And you mentioned uh, Winter Soldier. Remember that scene in Winter Soldier where Z- uh, not Zemo, but Whoever the fuck that guy was, you know what I'm talking about, right? The 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 computer. Yeah, yeah, you remember that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and in the, the little basement hut of the base, whatever, with the computer. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, he, he was a hydrant yeah, like, agent. He was well, a, yeah, that shit. Where you where you heard the voiceover, you heard the creepy voiceover with the faces blacked out and all of that. Like that was the same scenario, like same shit, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, that was okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That wasn't really necessary to the plot of the movie. To me, mm-hmm. the, like, the, and, and I, I agree with you 100%. That was a detriment. Like, I thought, okay, so Donovan, let me ask you this here real quick, right? 
Mm-hmm. When the Joker came out, was there a part of you that thought they were going to try to shoehorn the origin of the Batman and Catwoman into the events that happened in that movie? You talking about the Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. You thought this was going to lead into that or something like that? Yeah. Possibly. I was 50-50 on it. I was I'm thinking the exact same. I'm, I'm I was very 50-50. happy they didn't do that. But I'm glad they, I'm glad they didn't do that, bro. Like, I thought they was going to do yeah. that bullshit. But, I mean, it's like, nah. When, when it hit me, when they said that it was 2001, when Thomas Wayne and Martha got whacked, that's when it was like, all right, cool. This is this is different. <laughs> this but is yeah, different. as far as the negatives yeah, go, yeah. like I was yeah. saying before, I didn't like that they they leaned to me, they leaned a little the Bruce Wayne scenes of the movie were my least favorite parts of the movie. Like if it like the movie is called The Batman, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The Bruce Wayne parts of the movie weren't all that interesting to me because the character of Bruce Wayne wasn't interesting at all. Like, I didn't really care yeah. to see him confused about who killed his parents, whether or not it was Falcone or Maroney. Like, what the fuck, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was interjected. Yeah, that was a little bit interjected. Like, wait a minute. We're not going on the, the, the Riddler's chase here, per se, right? That was a little left, a little bit, a little bit left field DLC almost. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, who cares? They're dead. You know what I mean? Like, there's not much of us or whatever we can get from that. But yeah, I, I feel you on that. It didn't feel all that great. And then the whole thing with his dad. Oh, I, I had to take care of it, but I didn't know he was gonna kill kill uh, the reporter. It's like I always thought like that's th- that's the shakeup that's gonna off him and be the same exactly. after I say this shit. I was like, exactly. let, let's do some, let's do some embezzlement. You know what I'm saying? Let's do some like <laughs> some labor over like some some workshop shit. Like, oh shit! Like Thomas and Martha Wing were horrible people. Let's do some shit that'll shake Bruce to his core. I'm doing all this in righteousness, and I thought my parents were righteous, but they're like, how would that fuck him up mentally? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how would exactly that have some I'm crazy? I was like, no, my my mom was went to the mental asylum. And my mental word, I try to keep the press hush hush about it. Yeah, that's no fucking deal. Like that's not gonna shake nothing in the yeah. core. So that was a little bit of a letdown. I'll say that the ride to get there was great. A little bit of a letdown of the whole. Uh, but I, I still think they 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 stuck the landing. But that was a little bit like, eh. I think they could have came up with a better excuse. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said, by the way, sir. Well said. No. Nah. And, and, and you know what? Like, that wasn't necessary, man. So I want to ask y'all about the runtime here, right? Would it be in two hours and 56 minutes? Yes, the movie went by very fast. I feel like if they would have cut out about 15 to 20 minutes of runtime out of that movie, it would have been a classic. Mm. Nah, I, I, di- I disagree. If you cut, oh, this is my opinion here. If you cut out, if you cut out the Bruce Wayne segments, <laughs> yes. If you okay. cut out the Alfred Pennyworth ICU hospital scene, and you cut out the table scene being pushed into the middle of Wayne Manor, this is a movie that really could be in the conversation of Batman Begins. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. It, like, if you cut out about, if you trim 15 to 20 minutes off of the runtime to this movie, and you cut out that po- that that mid credit scene, you have the potential of making this movie upgraded from an eight out of ten, seven and a half out of ten to a nine out of ten. In my opinion, you disagree mm. with that, D Smith? Um, I yeah, yes, I do. Um, I okay. I, I like that. I like, uh, but then again, you've seen it probably more than me because you have Pacific Sea. I didn't. I don't have Pacific Sea scenes that I remember remember. So I would just say shorten that scene at the very end where they're saying goodbye to each other and that's it. Oh Catwoman's goodbye? Yeah. That that scene felt too, a little, little too long. Nah, man. Like yo, yo, you got like that was that listen man. I'm gonna keep it real with you man. Like all right. Remember remember being a kid and riding around the corner on your three wheel remember that? Yes, <laughs> I, I I know I know where you're getting. <laughs> That's all that was. Yeah, yeah. it still stands. Riding yeah. around the corner, riding around the corner of your house on your three wheeler, bro. You know what I'm saying? Once the, when when you when you get to the age to where you're allowed to ride your bike after the street lights come on. To be able to go around the corner to your auntie's house. That's all that scene was, man. Like, nigga, why the fuck are you riding around the city with this chick that you didn't even, you know, consummate with while Mm -hmm. while half of your city is underwater, nigga? Like, what are you doing, fam? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It still still stand on what I say. I still stand on what I say. Hey, Uh. hey, 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 dog. Like, look, man, Falcone was looking at the city. Remember in Scarface, what did Tony Montana say, man? And you might have to edit some of this out, Donovan. Tony Montana said, "Hey, Manolo, this is this this town is a big is a big pussy waiting to get fucked." That's how I mean. That's how Falcone was looking at that. <laughs> he he was yo. <laughs> oh, dude, he was he, he was feeling that shit, bro. He was like, "Oh, was opportunity is my time, man." Yo. He was looking like, man, this is my shit right here, dog. Like, and you yep. really riding, you really riding around the city on a motorcycle with this chick that you're never gonna see again. All right, Bruce, this is why you're a little nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's an emotional scene. It's the only character. It's the only person kind of a mention to. No, and, and all, funny part, you know what I mean. And, and, That's and, and, it. And the funny part about it is my wife was like, yo, Batman is never going to get late. <laughs> no, but, but let's stay on track here. Let's get back uh-huh. to the negatives here, Donovan. What else you got, brother? All right. I mean, that, that was really it for me. I mean, the runtime okay. can be a little bit, um, I don't, if anything, they can care. If they were Alfred, because it added nothing to the story, other than the fact that I never told you that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, made the deal with you. If you if you literally just cut that out and say, "Hey, there's hey, there's something I need to tell you," um, and you're getting closer to the truth, and I should have told you this along. Thing, what is something than the explosion and the hospital scene, and you know, I think they could have cut that out. They could have made that a smoother transition. You got to give any sort. You know what I'm saying, like actors for screen time. I got you on that. You know what I'm saying? You got you to give people feel good that they're a part of the film, whatever, right? So oh, that's uh-huh. I think the things they could. And I think they could have transitioned that a little bit better. 
They could have made a little bit of the transitions, the, the the mystery of the parents. No mysteries about parents. That's done. The Amazing Spider-Man killed that shit. This mm-hmm. yep. got through it. No more mysteries about superheroes' parents. Thank nope. you. We don't give Thank we you. don't care anymore. They're <laughs> right. dead. Let it go. And, <laughs> and, and let's be Please. honest. And let's be honest with you here, bro. In this current era of media and kind of all of this shit popping up, like it's not popular for Republicans in this particular era that we live in, bro. Like Thomas Wayne was running as a fucking Republican when he got whacked out in 2000, yeah. right? He was. Like, let's just get that out of the way here. He was he was supporting <laughs> George W. in 2000 and 2001, bro. When he oh, yeah. Whacked. Oh, yeah, yeah most saying. definitely. He, he he got GW for the election, you know. Gore is dependent on <laughs> shit, man. He, who, Thomas, Ming, Thomas Wayne could have cost Al Gore that election in, in oh, yeah. the DC movie, yeah. I mean. Yo, the, the ballots, <laughs> Whatever state Gotham's in. Yo, them ballots came up. Them <laughs> ballots came up missing, right? <laughs> With bullet holes in them. Yo, no, no. Like, oh, okay, man. So, so yeah, I'm, go I'm ahead, man. I, I'm gonna get to what I didn't like, man. And and I, I do wish, I sincerely wish that it was possible for us to get a Batman movie without having to shoot the same thing with the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I didn't really. I'm still kind of iffy on the Joker movie, but I wish that that scene wasn't at the end where you seen Thomas and Martha Wayne getting smoked in Crime Out. They didn't need to put that in there in order for mm-hmm. that movie to be a good movie. You know what I'm right. saying? Because right. the audience no one that that even remember. No, and the audience that that movie was trying to appeal to with Todd Gordon and the performance that Joaquin Phoenix put out was not meant to appeal to your comic book fans because it was fucking rated R anyway, right? <laughs> but right. I don't like I could have done without the Joker cameo at the end of the movie. That felt yeah, cool. God. Yeah. I didn't like it. And now I, 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 I was I like, I like I like Open against face. I was like, is this two face? Please let this be two face. But oh, yeah. man. I, I yeah. was yeah, I was hoping that was just somebody. I was hoping that it wasn't nope. the Joker, but I was hoping what? that it was just somebody in general now, that wasn't the Joker. Now on one end of it, I mean on one end of it, I liked it this I like that they didn't give too much attention to it and make it so obvious that the Joker was out there. But the other part of it is like, okay, we know that the Joker is Batman's greatest villain, but don't do that, bro. Like, don't do that, man. And the, okay, so when did the okay the Dark Knight came out in two thousand and eight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie was supposed to come out in two thousand and twenty. Came out in 2022. 2022 minus 2008 is what? 13 years? You want to yeah. Or are you yep. going to ignore? Uh, no. You're not going to count yeah. Joaquin Phoenix? No, we're going all the way back to uh, to Heath Ledger. That's 13 years ago. Not right? Jello? Yeah. No, no. We're going to get into that too. So right, 2000, right. 2009 is when we got the definitive version of that character. Okay? Uh... Six years, eight years passed, 2015, 16, we get Jared Leto. We did not want Jared Leto to be the Joker, even though they wanted, to pre- they wanted to present him as this peeled out white boy gangster 
that was not intimidating at all, right? I didn't like that version of the Joker. How did y'all feel about that? Same here. Your Harley? You don't want you don't want my Harley? Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. so, so I mean, come on, bro. Like Common really had to sell it in suicide. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you really bad. Really, okay. really bad. Like so so right. the substitute for yeah. so so we go from Jack Nicholson being the most gangster version of the Joker to what Warner Brothers Studios thinks a white Caucasian American gangster looks like with the silver caps on his teeth and the slick back haircut, the tattoos on his neck, all tatted up and peeled up. Would any of y'all be scared of this guy? Hell no. Halloween costume kind of guy. Like, what the hell? I'm I'm, I'm just keeping it 100, bro. Keeping it Mm -hmm. 100. I would not be afraid of this guy, whether he's a gangster or not. I'm going to smoke you. I'm sorry, dog. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm not not saying this as a tough guy, but when that Mm -hmm. movie came out, when that movie came out, I was like, listen, man, for all intents and purposes, Donovan, you know, you know what security forces trained us to do, brother. You know. You know. Right, right. (laughs) Just <laughs> one in the head, right? You, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm putting him down, man. Like, yeah, there was nothing intimidating about him. Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix comes out and gives you the taxi driver version of the Joker, mm-hmm. and we accept it because that's a decent enough movie as a film to where you accept it. Why do we need to see another version of the Joker? Why? Money. Exactly. So- and the other properties are not doing as well as Batman. Okay. However, That's if, it. The act, if the actor that is portraying that character is not on the caliber of a Joaquin Phoenix, a Jared Leto, or a late great Heath Ledger, why are we doing it? I'm not going <laughs> to bro. I thought it was Leonardo, man. I really did. When I heard Whoa. the voice. I thought it was Leonardo, man. But then it was like, nah, that's not him, man. I don't know who the fuck. Nah. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know about, you know, I didn't know sport that it was going to be a Kendall who was casted for it. I had no idea. I'm like, nope. they really trying to shoehorn this shit in for a teaser for the sequel? Like, already? Like, it's unnecessary. Totally didn't need this. And, I mean, we talked about in the, the episode yesterday, but it's 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 just, it's we they need to just, why have two at the same time? Like, just have Joaquin Phoenix do his um, Joker 2. At least say your fucking movie. At least build it up. You know, if you're going to fucking do it, at least build it up with a card or we see the the, the thugs. At least build it up. Josh, you're going to do the Joker, the Batman 3. But you give it to us from the get-go, and he already caught his ass, so I don't fucking care. Like, he caught him once, they can catch him again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Horrible shoehorn cameo. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, look, bro, like, my thing is, okay, this is what kind of fucks me up about it altogether, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to establish this version of the character as being different from every other version. Every other, the two definitive versions of the character, Michael Keaton and Christian Bale, both had to deal with the Joker, right? Why would you put this version of the character in the position of not being able to live up 
to what it was that we saw before. Mm. See what I'm saying? Fuck the money, right? Because you're going to make the money regardless. Do you want to make something that can stand on its own? Or do you want to make something that's going to continue to live in the shadow of what you made before? Yeah, dude. Mm. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not sure if this is Matt Reeves' move. I'm not sure if this is originally in the script. I don't know. But I, it, it could be a like, yeah, we, we We need a joker in there. You know, it could be that. And, you know, what's it, what this, what's it called by? Uh, trial by, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's corporate. I, I don't, it just doesn't naturally fit in there. I don't see how Matt Reeves would write that in there. It just feels, and, and, uh, and you, I'm very... you pick the guy from the Eternals, like, it's, it, you could just, you could, you know what they really no. wanted to do? Just got the guy from the show, put him in Word. there. Oh my God, what the Ooh. fuck? At least it would have been oh, like, man. I don't know if this is canon or not. Like, you know, at least switch yeah. it up. Fuck it. <laughs> You know how fired I would have been. Mix it up. He killed that shit. <laughs> he really killed that shit, dog. Yeah, like, he did a phenomenal job on that shit. D-, D Smith, what you think, man? Oh, I, 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 I had something happen, so I, I messed out on that last oh, question. Well, well this is all on. And I mean, I don't think, again, I hope, I like, okay, I'm pretty sure we're going to get Robin popping up at some point in this. In this version of the Batman, I feel like the direction that they're heading should be Court of Owls. Like, leave the long Halloween alone. We don't need. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Now, now, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, like, leave, leave that alone. We don't really need the long Halloween. I mean, the Dark Knight kind of picked up on a little bit of long Halloween, but leave that alone. We don't need that. Like, the Court of yeah, Owls. I agree is the one storyline that we haven't really seen in live action that I think would push this version of the character to the limit that would be very interesting. Like, the whole (laughs) psychological horror suspense thing seems like it's working very well with what they're trying to do right now. Considering Mm -hmm. that his whole city flooded. He didn't really catch a W over the Riddler. The Riddler won, Mm -hmm. bro. Y'all agree with that? I, mean, I would agree he, with that. He knows the identity of the city. I mean, he got the attention he wanted. So, mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, the only thing he didn't want, only thing he wanted in a weird little, the approved man, which got rejected. So, Wait, hold other on, than hold that, on. he did his whole list, man. You think he knew the identity? Bruce Wayne? Oh. He literally says it in the, oh. in, in the interrogation. He's like, Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, he knew. Yeah, he knew. He, he Smith, what you think, man? Uh, I I I think he I think he knew too. I think he knew too. I don't. Know. I, at, fir- at, fir- at first, when I first saw it, I thought to myself, he knows. Oh, and then when he gets close, once he comes out of the light and that whole part, and he feels safe, I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe I don't know. What, what like that? I was a little like shaky. They left that a little bit open. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if he knew that that Batman was Bruce Wayne, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reaching, but uh, like, but but like you were saying, like I was saying, I mean, please leave the Joker alone. Like, yes. I would love to see a Batman trilogy of movies that does not involve the Joker. Okay, cool. He's in the mid credit scene. We know that he already caught him. I don't ever want to see the Joker again in any movies that got Robert Pattinson in them. I don't need to see that anymore. Leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? The next movie, let's get the Court of Owls. And then for the third movie, let's just see what we get 
But I have no a hush. Feeling, huh? No hush. I mean, that's cool. If they want to do that, I'm perfectly fine with that. But leave the Joker alone, please. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. But I have a feeling we might get the Court of Owls at some point. I don't see us not getting the Court of Owls because it fits into that whole neo nor, you know, like it fits into that a little bit, right? That, like you were saying, the whole seven kind of thing and mm-hmm. the Illuminati. Uh, kind of allegory to the to the to the court of owls being above the Wayne family and everything like that. I'm with that. I'm I'm with that. The court of owls is what we need for this version of Batman. But I have a feeling Warner Brothers really wants to do the Killing Joke in live action. Some type. Oh God. Some some I hope type. Not. I listen, man. Some type of version, some type of permutation to where we get Jeffrey Wright getting the spotlight as Jim Gordon, and we do a version of the Killing Joke, where we hear the three words: one bad day. Because oh god, man. I mean, I'm sorry, brother, but it's gonna happen. It might not Uh, be the sequel. It might not be the sequel. But I think where this is heading is towards the killing joke. The, like, I mean, Jeffrey Wright is too high caliber of an actor to just be there to play sidekick or the sidekick that gets punched in the mouth by Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like right now he's a detective, right? Is he Lieutenant Gordon or is he Detective Gordon? I think Detective. Okay. He's not commissioning yet, but yeah. Okay, so, so he's got a long way to go before he's, you know what I'm saying, Commissioner Gordon. So, you know, the natural progression and that character arc for him is the killing joke. Like, this ends one way or another with us seeing Jim Gordon go through something and Batman having to console him. I'm sorry, but tell me I'm not right. I, it's a possibility, I man. I, hope, I, hope I prefer cor- I prefer quarter hours or hush or whatever, but oh, mm-hmm. okay, it's a so, possibility. I can kind of. So the flip side to that, right? When the trilogy of this character ends, does he die? No. Nah. He- no. Jim Gordon. No, no, I'm talking about Bruce Wayne. Ba- yeah, Batman. Nah. Uh, oh, no. No. Makes what? too much. Mm-mm. Nah, they didn't do it with Bale. They're not going to do it with Robert Pattinson. Bro, I don't think so. Are you sure? No. I'm sure. Maybe, maybe sure, man. I don't out, think they're going to kill him off. Fake out. Bro, they're going to give the, they're going to have a happy ending. They're not going to They can't do that twice, man. Mm. You think they can really do a fake out twice? Like, Bro. all right. When you went to see The Dark Knight Rises in theaters and you uh-huh. seen the face, you seen the look that Christian Bale had on his face. When he was in the back, <laughs> when he was in the bat wing, about to drop that motherfucking bomb over Gotham River, dog. Like, you really think they can do that twice? I, I with, mean, not a fake out, but with the reveal, they of the, like they're not gonna, man, they're not gonna kill Batman, they're no. not gonna kill Superman. Bruh, it's just they're right. not gonna do it, man. All right, man. I, I agree. Listen, man. In in five years. If we're still doing this podcast, I'm interested to know what the conversation is going to be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know 
that the Robert Pattinson version of Batman makes it out of this trilogy alive, man. I don't know. Mm. I hope so. I hope so, because mm. that'll be an interesting character arc. But I mean, damn, dog, like, you know. So before we wrap this up and we get into a kind of uh, a scale rating, how did you feel about the hand-to-hand combat and his capabilities to protect himself in this movie? Sloppy. Sloppy? Oh, go ahead. I liked it. It grounded. It was, he was vulnerable, and he could kick ass, but also, yeah, they can sneak attack him and, and, and hit him mm-hmm. up, too. I thought the action sequence, 8 out of 10 for me, man. Like, I, I thought they handled the action sequences, like, realistic. Like, he kicked enough ass to be like, oh, yeah, but also he was vulnerable. Oh, oh shit, he's strong. I got, I got, well, I got well no said. complaints about the choreography. Listen, well man. said. And and I like okay. So this is another thing that I'm gonna say here, and I keep making reference to Christian Bale's version. His hand to hand combat never looked real to me. It always that, looked kind of awkward. That's it, because it was. Um, <laughs> even even there's a one clip online where he doesn't even get a guy. Uh-huh. He, he doesn't even hit a guy on the, that's behind him, and he falls over. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. It it always looked kind of awkward to me when he was trying to fight people. It might have been the suit or the camera angles or whatever, but it didn't look like he was really out there whooping ass. You know what I mean? Mm. Like <laughs> Ben Affleck was whooping some ass, man. Right? Uh, oh yes. But yes, he was. But, okay. So with the with the hand to hand combat and him protecting himself, it kind of okay. And I don't want to make a comparison between the movies, okay? But like, okay, remember in Logan, for example, the choreography in in Logan just felt very quick and dirty. Mm-hmm. You never got too many long drawn out scenes of Logan Wolverine in these epic fight scenes. He did mm-hmm. what he had to do and kept it moving. And only really want to be in that long, drawn-out situation. I got the feeling like... Yeah, because he, he would get tired. He would get yeah. tired. Well, yeah. Like, if he would have got jumped or something like that, I feel like he would have got the fuck up out of there before being too vulnerable. You mm-hmm. know? Like, ah, random. But remember the scene on the top of GCPD before he jumped off of the roof? Y'all remember that? No, I'll be honest, no. No? Donovan, mm. you remember that? Ah, oh, shit, he got, his, he got his shit muted. But anyway, like, before he jumped off of the roof in GCPD, he was, like, kind of scared a little bit. Like, he wasn't sure if it was going to work out when he jumped off of the rooftop. Like, I got the same kind of vibes when it came to the hand-to-hand combat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. At close range, dude let off a chopper and... The Kevlar on that vest was thick enough to make sure he didn't feel it. That wasn't mm-hmm. by accident because he didn't want to fucking get shot. He was mm-hmm. still a little bit shook of feeling what it felt like to get shot. You know, mm-hmm. I like that there wasn't too many drawn out fight scenes. You know what I mean? If they would have did like a, a hallway fight scene similar to what we got in Daredevil, it probably would have felt a little bit out of place with what the character was doing. You know, I'm okay with him being more of a detective as opposed to being a mercenary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I agree. It's, it's a good change of pace for the character, for sure, um, for live action adaptation. Man. So, you know, we done, we done talked about this for for a little while, bro. But, I mean, overall, man, how, how y'all feel about this, bro? Like, are y'all interested to see more out of this character? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he wants to uh, – Matt Reeves, right, the director? Yep. Uh, he said he, he might be interested in doing uh, Mr. Freeze. I mean, after this. does that work, though? We'll we'll wait we'll wait and see we'll have to wait and see uh, so yeah to find out what he's gonna like go go with okay <clears throat> so I agree um, I want to see more and I I you know if there's a person to get Mister Freeze done realistically and so far Matt Reeves is done with all the characters I'm done okay so so the Penguin Colin Farrell is gonna get murdered at some point right. Probably, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, Jim. Okay. Who do you think? If this is a trilogy, what characters do you think we will see popping up in the next two movies over the next five, six, seven years? Um, villains. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Mr. Freeze would probably be a good one. Um, the ones that we talked about, yes, and uh, maybe Poison Ivy. Mm. I don't know if that works, man. I don't. I don't know if that works. Only as like a, almost like a damn spore chemical biohazard. I, I, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're keeping, we're keeping it more grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because yeah, I might be a little bit too close to home for quarantine uh, or not. You know, so. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and then the pandemic. Scarecrow's okay. So yeah, Maroni, Scarecrow's Maroni, already been done. Someone, Maroni, someone grounded. Maroni is already dead, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's in. Okay, so in terms of realistic villains, we're gonna get Harvey Dent because the DA already got killed. Harvey Dent is definitely popping up. Um. I think we might get Barbara Gordon. We're going to get Robin. The Joker is there in the background. Court of Owls is definitely a strong possibility. Who else is out there that's not named Joker? That could be realistic as a villain for a Batman movie. The Penguin is there. Who else do we really got out there, man? Slade. Doing the Slade movie. Oh man, yeah. Because I think that was what was. I think they were leaning towards that after the Justice League. That would be dumb. Mm-hmm. I think that was going to be, smooth, but here yeah, we are with the Batman and Robert Pattinson. So yeah, yeah, damn. Okay, Slade Wilson. We doing that with Robin. So Robin and Slade no, Wilson. I don't think they're going to do Slade for this version. I think too close to the Snyder. What they have planned for the. Paul oh, Saver, honestly, they might use Slade for uh, maybe Batgirls movie okay. on HBO. Possibly. Hey, wait, um, what, what about what that. about? I just thought about what about Jailbreak? Who? Jailbreak. Never heard of him. Batman the anime series. Jailbreak. He was a cop. Brother, brother I've never heard of Jailbreak. I, I no bullshit. I, I isn't that <laughs> Jailbreak? Isn't that Nightwing's? Villain? I've never. I've no, never, he, it, it was it I'm was sure. in the animated series, bro. Uh, that's where he got his origins from. 
Brother, I've never heard of jailbreak before, man. I'm sorry, dog. Okay. On the man, that's my nomination. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. No way. Uh, wait, what'd you say? Condiment. Condiment. Calendar. Two. Nah, oh, like. Oh, calendar man would be good. Mad see, Hatter. <laughs> but see, like, yeah, I think Hatter. that would be a little bit too similar. That would probably be a little bit too similar to what we got in this movie here. You see oh, what I'm Riddler, saying? Riddler, right. Aspect, yeah. We already got we already got that seven kind of Mr. You know what I'm saying? Uh Tooth Fairy, um, Saw, Jigsaw, Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. type. We already got that. The next villain has to be an actual physical threat to Batman. Somebody that can really whoop his ass. You know what I mean? Either really whoop his ass or push Bruce Wayne to go in a different direction than what we've seen in this movie here. You know what I mean? Like, who's really out there that could fuck up Batman? Like, in a fist fight. Uh, like, in a fist fight. Like, yeah, Bane and... Um, what's, the, what's the person from Corner Out? No clue. I don't know. Uh, it ha- I forgot, it forgot to- the name. The Court of Owls has to jump in, man. It has to be the Court of Owls. Or Doctor Strange. Or Doctor what? Hugo Strange. Oh, Hugo Strange. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that oh, would shit. be a good one. Okay, I'm about to say, you said Doctor Strange. I'm yeah, like, yeah, what? Hugo Strange. Oh. But I mean, the oh, Rogue yeah. Gallery is there, but you got to think of it in terms of what they're trying to do with this particular world that they've set up. Like, Harvey Dent is going to pop up because they smoke the fucking DA. You know what I mean? Poison Ivy doesn't really work, in my opinion. That doesn't really work in the way that they're trying to set that up, man. Like, And not only that, but let's think about something here, right? Yo, you seen the National Guard at the end of this movie, man. <laughs> hey, yo, what is Batman oh, really right. able to do in Gotham? When the National Guard is right there, bro, like that's never mind. <laughs> that's true. But my bad. I'm I'm getting a little bit abstract, but I'm thinking about what they can do for a trilogy because the Joker is gonna pop up probably in the third movie. But for the second movie, what are we really doing here? Court of Owls, Harvey Dent, Penguin. That's what we're leaning towards, right? The Penguin Most has a TV movie. series, and I think. Gotham has a it's an HBO Max series, so oh, I'm not yeah. sure they're gonna have them in the movie or not. Well, they probably will build up the series. But I actually okay. I have no idea, man. <laughs> I have um, no, but I, the I, balls I in there, like, Matt Reeves. I, I like that. I don't know, man. I like that. I, that mm-hmm. we don't know where this is going. We have our ideas. We have our hopes. Overall, man, I think that this movie is an eight out of ten. And I have a feeling that this movie is going to age better than what we think it will. There were some parts of the movie that made me very uncomfortable. Considering what we know about America right now and what we know happened during this over the last decade, the things that have happened. Right. But the fact that they had the balls to address that. And a superhero movie is very significant. High marks for Matt Reeves for having the balls to do that, man. Eight out of ten in my book. 
Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna give it like an eight. I'm gonna give it like eight point five. I'm gonna give it eight point five. I think it's almost right. there. Just a, oh. a little bit. But it, it, it pretty much everything it needed to, and I we're excited for a sequel. People are excited for a sequel. People want to see the spinoffs. Like this is Batman be over forty years old again for like a long ass time after this. We might right. young mm-hmm. Batman might be young Bruce might be the way to go. All, all of pop culture. Yep. So eight point five oh, for I, me, man. They nail that and, shit. And I like it, man, because this we is, need we need a young Batman just like you know we needed a young Spider Man. So I just hope that they keep this going. I don't want to be forty years old. When the sequel to this movie comes out, and I hope that I'm not. Ooh, so both both y'all said it just, just well. Well, I I agree. I give it exactly like Donovan. I give it an eight and a half. It's almost there, but not quite. This was really good, and I we we're definitely getting a sequel soon. Soon, as much money as they made, yeah, they might off of they might try and- get. They might try yeah. to get four films off this shit. I I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, or I, more, I maybe even more. I mean, look, if it doesn't work, whatever, it doesn't work. But you know, just I hope that they continue to try to push the limits of what it is that they're trying to do with this character. You know what I'm saying? My criticisms of this movie are minor in comparison to what it is that they got right. I wasn't really a fan of the suit. In the way that like the cape looked and everything like that, but whatever, like that's that's not really that big of a deal, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I, I want to see this movie again. I want to watch this movie again. If I had the time to do it, I would go back to the theater and see it again. I really would because it's that good of a movie, and the sum total outweighs. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the. The parts of this movie add up to something that's that's really good, as opposed to just being a spectacle and something that you went into with a lot of hype. So, mm-hmm. the Batman in my book is a very good movie, and I hope that the next one is also a very good movie. And I hope that we eventually end up with a great movie because, as much as I love the Nolan. Batman, let's be honest here, bro. Did they go three out of three with that trilogy? No. No? Donovan? For me, it's it's three out of three for a trilogy. All three films, great films, and have something okay. to return to. So. Okay, that's so, fair. Because in, yeah. in, my, in my opinion, it's two out of three either way. It's two out of three either way. It's either they got it right with the first two or they got it right with the last two. You know what I'm saying? Like, but again, the sum totals outweigh the individual parts for some of these movies. They got it right this time. I'm interested to see if they can do it again. I just hope that they don't wait too long in order to do it again because Warner Brothers needed something on paper to get right. But what the fuck do I know? The next movie will come out in 2028. Eight out of ten, bro.